Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's Brandon Tierney and Sal Licata on WFAN The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. To be back, BT. Thanks to all who helped out here while I was away for a couple of days. Now, can I can I get into it right away, BT? Uh, please do. You know what pisses me off more than anything else, and we'll get to the Senga nonsense. I'll give you my take on losing that in the a baseball bit. card world series, oh, which is doing an hour and baby. forty minutes. Game seven. I can't wait for that. Uh, uh, looking forward to Game seven of the baseball card world series. You know what pisses me off more than anything? What? As I'm sitting there at the hospital dealing with the family stuff, I am the last couple of days. I'm going through Twitter. And not only did we have to hear about David Stearns telling us how the playoff, you know, the Mets are playoff caliber. Yeah, okay, right. The playoff caliber team, blah, 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 blah. Then I see SNY tweet about Carlos Mendoza as he joined Mets Hot Stove, my, my buddies Gary Apple and Blevins and Zeal. And Carlos Mendoza says, everyone keeps saying about lower expectations. For me in New York, there's always high expectations. You're expected to win. Yeah, that's great. And then Steve Gelb saying that the sediment, is pervasive in the Mets clubhouse right now that a lot of guys feel like this team is being underestimated. Okay. So those same guys that got their teeth kicked in two years ago by the Atlanta Braves and never got off the mat, those same guys that last year embarrassed themselves by sucking to a man, they all stunk. McNeil, Alonzo, Lindor for the first part of the season, you name it. Scherzer couldn't stay healthy, Verlin, all these. The bullpen, Diaz was out, the bullpen stunk. 76 wins. You sucked a year ago. On top of the one good year you had, you went out weekly, you blew the division, and you lost in the first round of the playoffs. 
those same guys are now telling me that we're underestimating them. <laughs> Bullcrap. I'm tired of it. Call it what it is. Stearns, you put together a team that is barely a playoff team, and the only way it would be is because the rest of the league stinks and because expanded postseason may help you have a chance. I know what a good baseball team is and what a bad baseball team is. You know what the New York Mets are? This is before Senga. A bad baseball team. We're underestimating you because you stink. Prove us wrong for once. I've had it, BT. Oh, yeah. Right. It's our fault. It's our fault. Go based off of the facts. You built a crappy team last year. You built a crappy team again this year. But for once, prove us wrong. You get the Braves running rough shot over the NL East, but we're wrong for underestimating. Philly's pretty Give good, too. Don't forget yeah, about the Phillies. The Phillies are better, too. Phillies show more sack than the Mets have in years last year. I mean, give me a break with the match. I like caged animal, uh, caged animal version of sound. You did. He said it last night. He said, I'm rare to go. I said, I can't wait to have you back. Great to have you back there. I missed you. We missed you. All right. Now, a couple things are, are hitting me here. Number one, despite the fact that sometimes we'll yell at each other, it's nice to know that Sal listens to me or at least hears me when it when it's time to really hear because I told him what he just told you two months ago, that the Mets stink. All right, so that's one thing. The other thing about the coverage of SNY. Like, but that you know, was even before, though, them. Like, yeah, yeah, about, that's what's bothering you more so, that they're beginning to say right, like it now. It's, okay. it's one thing if you say they stink, and I'm like, well, you know what, if things go right. And we yeah. said it, like, if everything goes well, all right, best case, they're an 85-1 team. Mm-hmm. And, and what do we say about everything going well? It never goes well. And for the Mets, they can't even get through mid-February without something going wrong. So, obviously, it's not best case scenario, no, right? No. And, then, and then I got to hear Stearns talk about how they're a playoff caliber team, and I got to hear the players talk about how they're underestimated? Well, like, okay. we're the ones who are wrong? What have you done to, to show that you should be estimated? That's <laughs> that's where I want to focus. All right, to me, that's important. Uh, you know, I, I'm going to break a little news here. Despite the power of WFAN, all right, maybe with the exception of Mike Piazza with Mike and Chris, we can yell and we can rant and we can rave. And, yeah, we, we got a little pull. We got a little juice. But at the end of the day, It really doesn't matter to the players what we say. It matters what the players think and what the players say amongst themselves. I actually think that for the first time in a while, this is a good thing for the New York Mets. What are the Mets missing more than anything? Now, before you answer, let me beat you to the punch. You could talk about starting pitching. You could talk about a third base, but it's bigger than that, by the way. You could talk about, well, the less said, the center fielder's now in left field, and the guy who's playing center field's on a one-year deal. He's probably gone. Then the left fielder goes back to center field. Then Alonso's contract. And McNeil, if he's not hitting 300, he's pretty much useless because he's got no power and speed. All the things from a, and a lot of those things are true, actually all of them, that we hit on on a daily basis. The nominal moves, the marginal moves, they ain't moving the needle. Mets aren't going to be good. But you know what? Matters than more than all that stuff, culture, culture. The New York Mets have not had a culture. Uh, the the one hundred one wins with Bucket was a fleeting culture. They have not had an, an inward culture because if they had any culture, they would have charged the mound last year, defended Pete, or something would have happened, and they would not have taken losing. Uh, as softly as they did. To me, this represents it's a small gain. It's a small win. It's not the big trophy. It's not the, the World Series. But this, to me, is is seeds being planted for the Mets. Now you got to get the right parts. And you got to stir and do his job and draft properly, develop, make the shrewd signings, blah, blah, blah. Without that, if you don't have culture, you have nothing. And by the guys 
at least amongst themselves, pushing back, that's a good thing. Yeah. That's I, not I, a bad I, thing. I think they're tone deaf. I don't think they have any clue as to that. See, that's the problem is that they don't realize how bad they actually are. And I'm talking about the players. Because Mendoza says the right things. I think you have to say, hey, I'm not going to lower the expectations. Although the Mets themselves wanted to lower expectations. And guess what they do? Only the Mets can lower expectations and then even exceed them by going lower. Because now they don't have an ace going into the year. Who, by the way, I told you Kodai Senga wasn't going to be as good as he was last year. I just didn't feel it. The Mets also knew when they signed Kodai Senga, he had health issues. That's part of the reason why they got him so cheap. So this is not a shock, really, to anybody. It's just a constant for the Mets that it always happens. But I don't have a problem with even Stern saying we should be a playoff caliber team. Good. Put that on you and then go out there and prove us all wrong. Mendoza, same thing. I have a problem with the players like, oh, yeah, because it's always the fans' fault. It's always the fans' fault. It's always the media's fault. Oh, yeah, we're underestimating you. No, no, that's not what's happening. We're not underestimating you. We're evaluating you based on what you've shown us. That core, that soft core that I believe is rotten with Lindor, Nemo, McNeil, Alonzo. You got punched in the mouth, knocked to the floor by the Atlanta Braves in a year. You should have won the division. You never got up. Last year, the Braves ran rough shot over you. Again, you embarrassed yourself in season. This year, you didn't really do anything in the offseason. And I'm supposed to expect that this team's going to, oh, yeah, we're underestimated right now. By what By what measurement? You stink. You got no pitching. You got no pitching. And you're lucky if you have any semblance of an offense. You still can't find a freaking DH. Oh, yeah, their defense is great. Yeah, until Harrison Bader spends two months on the IL. I mean, think about it. What are, what are we underestimating exactly? Am I missing something? Something? I think you are. I think I'm going to give you two options here. Okay, so two options, both intertwined with the premise that the team will not be very good. I'm not disagreeing on that. I, I, I honestly think I was the first one to say it. I, I really do. Months ago, right? But then but are that's you, not you, even the you, point. You're underestimating them. Okay, but so we we both feel, and I think every Met feel, uh, Met fan feels underwhelmed by the offseason and unmoved by the prospects of a meaningful season. I'm not talking about the future. I mean this year. All right. I think 95% of us are on the same page. So now that we established that premise, here's the two options. Option number one, the team that we're talking about that is about to ins- about to suck for six months amongst themselves says, jeez, oh, these guys on FAN, they're right. 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 These guys are on social media. They nailed right. it. We stink. We're useless. We're pitiful. We got no hope. Or let me present to you option B, where they actually look at each other and say, you know what? Who cares what people think? See, the one th- and, the, and, the, and they, they, they attack their craft differently, which I believe they're doing. Now, I don't think it will lead to some soaring heights because they're just too deficient in important spots talent-wise. But that's why I went back to the word culture, because as that begins to root amongst some of the veterans in the locker room, invariably the young guys, and even if it's not, listen, even if Beatty's not the hitter we hope that he is, Alvarez is a stud. Uh, But even if the kids that we really truly know aren't, don't develop the way Mets fans want them to, then the next group, Williams, Acuna, eventually they start entering a locker room where the conviction is to hell with the outside spoken word, we believe in who we are and what we're going to do. And there's value in that. that. I, yeah. I respect that. That's I don't fine. know why you're mad at no, this. That's fine. I'm mad because they believe, and not everybody, but as a group, I guess, according to the tweet right there, you know, the Gelbs had about all oh, the, the group feels that they're underestimated. 
I believe that they believe they're better than they are. So what? And that has been a problem for years. Acknowledge that you're not as good as you think and acknowledge that you have to go out there and prove yourself. Oh, I can't believe people. Why do you think people would be underestimating you? Can you have some sense of awareness? What I would say is, hey, we haven't earned the respect or the benefit of the doubt. This Mm. is is what they should be saying. Mm. Guys, whether it's to the media or to themselves, we haven't earned the benefit of the doubt because we sucked last year, because we choked away a division two years ago, because we got beat by the Padres in the first round of the playoffs. Now we prove it. We go out there and we shut all those loud mats up that doubted us. We go out there and we prove what we are, whether that's McNeil being a 300 hitter, whether it's Pete hitting 50 home runs and staying healthy and, and hitting for a 250 average, whether it's Lindor being an all-star from start to finish of a season, whatever it may be, go out, whether it's somebody actually taking the ball every fifth day and maybe getting through five innings, whatever it may be, go out there and do it. I'm beyond the point of giving them the benefit of the doubt. I did so in 2022. How'd that work out? Yeah. No, no, I, I get that i i understand why you're reluctant to do it but it doesn't mean that it won't work for them don't you think be, think, both things could be true don't you think them be thinking they're better than they actually are is a problem no i'll tell you why because now there's some fine print here and, and I, I, I try to keep it tight because i yeah. want to get these calls yep. here so thinking that you're better than other people position you to be is a good thing as long as it doesn't lead to haughtiness like arrogance like if i'll give you an example like, if we're doing our show mm-hmm. and our bosses are like, all right, guys, you know, you, you, you're you doing pretty well, but you got to work on X, Y, and Z. And we, we you and I walk out of the room and we're like, and our ratings aren't very good mm-hmm. at that point. I'm just making up right, this scenario. Yeah, yeah. We, we look at each other. We're like, they don't know what they're talking about, man. We're great. We're, we're not going or we're good, whatever. We're not going to focus on the things that we need to do to get better. So that is a detriment. The flip side is where there's a conviction, a confidence in, in the gifts and the talents and the direction and the motivation and the focus where it's a galvanizing thing. It's not arrogance, but it's a, it's a connector. It's a connector within the locker room. And I got I to say it again. As much as we, we say it and we say it loud, as loud as anybody mm-hmm. in this city, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter how we say it or really even what we say pertaining to the Mets. It's what they think. As the Mets. I'll believe it when I see it from them. Our friends at Town Fair Tire remind you that at Town Fair Tire, you always get the guaranteed lowest price on name brand tires. From Connecticut to Maine, nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody. Kevin is in Clark. What's up, Kev? Hey, good morning, gentlemen. How you doing? How are you, Kev? Hello, Kev. Fantastic sound. Great to hear your voice. Glad you're back on. BC Thank you. As always, I love the passion from you guys. Thanks, man. You are 100% right, Sal. You use your platform, let that fire fly, and let the Mets know that they have let us down countless times, and they can't pin it on us. But let me, Kev, stay with us for a sec, Kev. Don't you think that's different? Kev, hold on one sec. That's different from, I think, what Sal is reacting, what bothers him the most. And Sal, I'll make sure I don't get twisted here. It's bothering Sal that the Mets players themselves are are turned off or bothered by the fact that they're underestimated in the public sphere. Nobody's disagreeing that the Mets offseason has blown. It is awful. But it's a different thing. You know what I mean? No, I completely agree. But I, I get using that using that mentality to galvanize the clubhouse. Let's go, guys. They're underestimating us. Yeah. Yes, use that. Use that fire. You know what? You, who cares what Sal says on a radio? Right. Yeah. Well, that's all I'm saying. 
Right. But the problem is, is that they're coming and saying it's so they raised ticket prices on us this year. Yeah, well, really? that, but that's a different <laughs> argument. That isn't, and thank you for the call, Kevin. Thanks, Kev. My issue is not that. that. That's a whole separate thing. Even the offseason is a whole separate thing. And by the way, for the record, I still believe in Steve, and I think eventually the Mets will get this thing turned around. Unfortunately, right now, it's the same old crap, and it's annoying having to go into a season with no expectations to begin with, and then having Kodai Senga be out basically for the first few months before they even, you know, can play a spring training game. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Then we got to deal with it again. It's the same old stuff with the Mets. However, my bigger issue is that this core group, and again, I don't know the individuals specifically who believe this, but I believe, and it's been a problem for a while. It's not just this year. They believe they're better than they are. It's not to say that you go into the year saying, hey, we're only a 70-win team. We're going to suck. Mm. But I think they have an inflated view of what they actually are. And I think that that's been a big problem Do for you? Th- okay, now that's something a little different. Do you think that that leads to complacency? Do, how does that adversely affect them? I don't know that you're necessarily wrong, but as it's – how do – like – if they take that overinflation and they apply it, if they do, how is it bad for them? Maybe they're not how? learning from their weaknesses or from their mistakes. Yeah, I mean, I, I get you, but the weaknesses and the mistakes, the weaknesses is the roster. The, we, the roster yeah, is just, but I'm just talking about, it's not I'm good. Ta- I'm talking about the core guys. Yeah. Uh, like, DJ Stewart's not the one who's like, oh, I can't believe people are doubting us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's got to be some of the core guys that feel like, oh, I'm surprised so many people. Dude, what are you surprised at? Like, even when you were at your peak, at your peak two years ago. Yeah. You got swept away from winning the division by Atlanta, mm. and you embarrassed yourself further in the postseason. That's their high watermark. Then the following year was last year was a disaster every which way possible. Individuals had bad seasons. Guys couldn't stay healthy. The team as a whole didn't come close to doing what they did the year prior. And now you expect other people to believe in you? Like the attitude should be like, hey, we failed. When they did believe in us in 2022, we let them down and disappointed. Last year, going into the season, fans wanted to believe in us. We we failed miserably. Yep. This year, it's on us to show why we believe we're better than the expectations. Well, it set. seems like they're in the early stages of doing that because if they're trying to rally themselves as a team, whether it's the spoken word, you know, when that we're not privy to whatever's intimated, you know, that that leaks out to to Gelbs and SNY and the press and whatever's presented. I I don't think that that's a bad thing. I think that's a unifier. And I think it could be a rally. Listen, I'm not going to sit here and say, you know, that the Mets are going to be good this year. They're not. But it doesn't mean that it it, it it can't lead to a few seeds being planted to create the culture that has been so evasive for this franchise. They have nothing lasting. Anything they do, it's like they stumble upon it for a year or two. And when they get to the big spot, they either choke or they underachieve. Mm-hmm. And I'm not trying to dish you Mets fans, but you know what it is. You guys, you just don't. You're not a good franchise. Either, you, but, you're not. But here's the thing. And you've never been a good franchise. Right, right, but here's the thing. That's not the Mets fans' fault. I know the it's Mets, not. The no, Mets no, fans I get that. aren't losers. No, no the way. The Mets are losers. No, no, I, I agree with that. But that's why I, 100% I'm with you on that. 1,000%. Please don't misinterpret. Right. No, this is not on the fans. No way. Every Mets fan should be pissed today. Right. And last year, and many years in the past. All I'm saying is, I wouldn't be pissed at this. I actually respect this, that the players are... I think it's a culmination. Yeah, I think it's a culmination. And ultimately, what creates a good culture? Good players. And I don't think the Mets have enough of them. BT and Sal on the fan. We'll get back to your calls on the other side. We've got to get to the Yankees as well. We'll do so coming up at 11 off of the comments yesterday that their owner made so we could dissect that. And remember, Game 7 of the Baseball Card World Series, 1140 You feel confident? 
I feel pretty good about it. I'm excited for yeah, it. Yes, so am I. Usually I'm nervous. I'm excited for this All one. Right. One way or another, we'll find out a winner today. All right, BT and Sal on the fan. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. Testaverde will take the snap, go to one knee. This game is over. The Jets lock up their first playoff appearance since 1991 on a 21-16 victory over the Miami Dolphins. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Brandon Tierney, Sal Akata, back on the fan. We'll continue with the calls. we got the Baseball Card World Series coming up at 1140. We'll turn our attention to the Yankees. We'll do a split day, Mets-Yankees today, but want to focus a little Yankees coming up at 11 o'clock as well. We were just talking about it too, BT, during the break here. You know, Mets fans are angry, and rightfully so. Now, you could pick what you want to be angry about, and for me, it's the comments. Like I'd rather just the team acknowledge the reality of the situation, that they haven't earned the benefit of the doubt. Stop thinking that you're better than you are and just realize that you are what your record says you are or what your stats say you are. And that's not good enough, not even close to good enough. So they could talk playoffs and think that everybody's underestimating. The reality is, until proven otherwise, you suck. You're not even close to the Braves, and you're nowhere near the Phillies either. And going into the year, all for the Senga news, yeah. like, come on, dude, it's baseball season. We love baseball here. You want to be excited. You want to be hopeful. And Mets fans can't even enjoy that. And as a Yankee fan, you were saying you haven't even had that feeling like going into a season with basically no, no hope, hope. Yeah. Or, or minimal hope. No, 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 since 1990, really since Stump Merrill. Really. Now, there's been other seasons that have, you know, morphed into disappointing, not many, sure. but, you know, disappointing finishes. And I, it's funny, as bad as the last year was, I, I almost take that as a positive because it could have been so much worse. I, I thought it spoke to Boone's ability to keep the team together, blah, blah, blah. Right, not finish under five hundred. Yeah, I mean, to squeeze out that 82nd win and finish above five hundred without a lot of judge and all the injuries and all the moving parts. Uh, but, yeah, it is it is a very—right now, while I disagree with, with your position on what the players are, are espousing, I love that, actually. I respect that. I like it. I think it's a good thing. I'm totally with you. And Met fans, that— Outside of going to City Field, as the warmer as the weather gets warmer, throwing on shorts, having a couple of beers, watching the games in the backyard, you know, like it's uh, not a whole lot to gravitate toward this year. I mean, they they could be this could be a I mean, depressing season. They'll get MF fans will get worked up and get excited. Well, they and think, always like, do, you know but what? you know. Like, losing Senga is not a death blow. The team wasn't very good anyway. Yeah, but now I agree, and I do think he'll be back, although I'd be surprised if he pitches before June 1 right. myself. I mean, I'm not a right. doctor, so I don't need to elaborate too deeply on that. That's just my guess. And I oh, hope that, that death, baby. That death going right uh, right yeah. to the test, right out of the gate. They got some numbers. but like, Who's going to start opening day? Adrian Hauser? No, it might be Severino. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Sevi. Nah, it'll, be, uh, it'll be Quintana, I would imagine. But I think that... For the Mets to before the Sanganu Sal, for the Mets to overachieve this year, almost everything had to go right. And you know, when you have an All Star who's probably going to miss seven, eight, nine starts, hey, that's look. Stearns is a smart guy, right? Come yeah. with a smart guy. Yeah. Do you really think they thought everything was going to go right? No. Okay. So then, well, that's why they have depth. Yeah. Okay. But bodies. Th- but but they didn't have that in the rotation as far as being able to fill the void of Kodai Sanga. They can't be surprised by this. It's just a reality. But, like, when you build a team that, at its best, if everything goes right, can win 85 games, mm-hmm. don't tell us it's a playoff team. It's bullcrap. Hector is in Washington Heights. What's up, Hector? What's up? I'm glad you're paying attention to Blunt Thoughts. I've thrown out there the name Adrian House as our opening day starter. But um, welcome back, brother. Welcome back. Good to have you back. Um, and I, I, I texted you and I said, I'm pretty sure you're going to be fired up. You're going to keep me up. 
uh, because I, you know, I've been working all night, mm-hmm. and I, I wanted to hear what you had to say. And listen, I, I wanted to say this. Eric, Randy, Nicole, all these people have reached out. Joel Clark asking me how Sal sending you well wishes. So Thank you. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you. That. And my thoughts and prayers, you know, with you and your family. Appreciate it. But I, I got to say, brother, you got me here. I, you know, VT's cool dude. I like VT. But you got me here uh, agreeing with this Yankee fan more and more, man. And like I said, I expected you to be fired up, maybe a little bit angry like some of my fans are. Like, I, I am a little bit with, you know, the Sanger news and, and stuff like that. But to be upset with the players and the fact that they're fired up and they're talking about coming out here and – they I stink. Has... They stink. What don't you get? I'm, I'm tired of it. You should be angry too. No, 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 Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So what do you want him to say? We suck. Nothing. I just, I just, I just told you what focus I wanted to say. And focus on 2025. I no. want him to if acknowledge. Anything, hold on. Stop. If anything, that's motivating me is the fact that they're motivated to come out here and prove us wrong. That's how I'm reading it. What do you? I, I don't understand what do you want from them. They know they have been. Um, less than they, they should be. They know they've under- Do they? Of course they do. Well, they then, well then why are they perplexed hey, that everybody's what? underestimating them? They're not perplexed. I take, I see them motivated. Yeah. They're motivated. Every single guy on that team looks like they're in better shape than they've been in years. Starting with Pete. You know what I'm saying? And like I said, I take that as an encouragement. That's the one thing that's keeping me going to go into the well, well, heck, heck. Yes, I'm upset with what the team has done. Yeah. I don't like... You know, the moves that have been made and all this death crap. We want to talk about death. You lost what some people question is your ace. I think it could be an ace, but most people don't. And how are you going to fill that spot? With death? It's not like he, he, wasn't an, he wasn't an ace anyway. And thank you for the call, Hector. As always, appreciate okay. your passion and your Love. kind words. You know, I don't... See, I want to hear the players say either nothing or just say, I... Bu- could somebody come out and just say this? I understand why we're being underestimated. It is on us to prove people wrong. That's it. Not all. Oh, we're, we're being underestimated. We're really good. No, you're not really good. And that's not my opinion. Those are the facts. Do you think they're good based on what they've done the last couple of years? Forget this year because we don't know what happens. No, right? I don't think they're very good at all. How, how are they in comparison to, I don't know, the Atlanta Braves? Horrendous. How? What about the Philadelphia Phillies? Not even close. Okay, so, and yet they're like, oh, well, we're being underestimated. Well, I mean, I don't know if they're saying it like that. I mean, come on. I think that there's – see, what the Met players perceive their talent level to be on the inside, you know, how they view themselves, is obviously very different from how we view their talent level on the outside. But I got news for you again. Really what matters more is what they think. Let me – now, you're better with English than I am, I admit. Maybe <laughs> not baseball cards, but English for sure. They speak words. Per, yeah, exactly. Per, pervasive. What does that mean? Uh, well, you, I want to get the context here. I'm going to read the tweet again from Gelbs. E-R-V-A-S-I-V, this is Steve Gelbs a day yeah. ago after, you know, Carlos Mendoza was yeah. on Mets Hot Stove. Yep. The sentiment. Pretty much like shines through deeply, like all-encompassing. Okay, ahead, fair enough. Right. Yeah. So Mendoza was talking about everyone keeps saying about the lower expectations. For me, in New York, there's always high expectations you're expected to win. Gel says this sentiment is pervasive in yeah. that room right now. When it says that room, I'm assuming the clubhouse. That means it runs very deep in the organization, in the room, and, who, and th- right. that is the sentiment that pretty much everybody agrees with. A lot of guys feel like this team is being underestimated. Good. Good. Underestimated. Good. I don't know how you are spinning that into a bad thing. 
It's an awful thing. But no, no, because but, but, they are but, but, lacking awareness no, that they suck. No. Oh, we're underestimated. Uh, listen, I, 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 I get it. And like, if I were doing bad shows day after day after day, and I came out and said, oh, man, I don't know how come I'm not getting an opportunity to go to the day. I feel like I'm being underestimated. Mm-hmm. And I were doing bad shows. That wouldn't make sense, right? Well, that's why I used the analogy before right, the radio I show. But, I, I think that, but, but I don't it. think that's what applies here. Because it's not as if these Mets players are sitting around in the Port St. Lucie locker room. You know, they, they take a shower in their flip-flops. They're doing their interviews after, you know, putting in eight, nine hours uh-huh. on the field, whatever it is. And they're sitting there saying, we're awesome, man. I don't know what these idiots back in New York are thinking or these national baseball pundits are thinking. We're great. We're phenomenal, man. Like, it would be such a misrepresentation of really who they are. It would be delusional. It would be irresponsible. Because if you think that differently from the reality, generally that means you're probably not locked in enough putting the work in to correct what you need to correct. That's not what's happening. They should be walking around with their tails between their legs of embarrassment from what's gone on the last two seasons saying, I understand why we're being underestimated. Nobody should be giving us any credit. We're not as good as the Braves. We're not as good as the Phillies. We have to go out there and prove it. That's what should be being said. And instead it's, oh, look at everybody else doubting us and underestimating us. I wonder why. What do you think? We just woke up, Met fans just woke up and said, ah, you know what? We don't believe in this team. Is it that? Or is it that every chance you've had to prove yourself over the last couple of years with this core group, you fell flat on your face and never got off the mat? Pick a Met. We're going to do a little role play here. McNeil. You, you, okay. You're Jeff McNeil right now. Um, reporter X from Outlet Y. Yeah. Um, you know, Pete, I know you said the other day you want to get back to hitting 300, obviously. Get back to maybe being in the mix for the batting title. Pete, you've been around here a couple Jeff. of years. Uh, Jeff, yeah, yeah. Jeff. Well, I said, that's it, Pete? Yes. Thank you. Good catch. Uh, Jeff. So Pete didn't win the batting title. Jeff did. Right. Right, <laughs> right. right. Jeff, you've been here a couple of years, and you've seen some good. You've seen some bad. How do you believe the Mets are perceived from the outside baseball world right now? You know what? It really doesn't matter what the outside baseball world says about us. We got to come together as a group and prove our worth. We failed against the Braves two years ago, even in a successful season where we made the playoffs. We failed in the postseason. Last year was a disaster every which way. We need to prove ourselves this year. I believe I can get back to being a batting champion again. Which I got to go said, out there by the way, yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, okay, go, 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 go do it. Go do it. Well, Stop throwing your helmet down like a little baby. Yeah. Go do it. It's Go February, actually do it's it. It's February 23rd. And he talked about, oh, if I hit 300, I think it'll be good. Yeah, okay, can you do something else? 300. I don't even want your 300. All right, now ask me. You're the reporter, okay, yeah. and I will hey, be... Jeff. No, I don't want to be, oh, want to okay. be Jeff. Oh. I'm going to be a little bigger. I'm going to be a little bigger. Yeah. I'm going to be Pete. Okay, you're Pete. I'm big Pete. I'm the what man. am I asking you again? Whatever you want. Uh, what, however, hey, you know, go ahead. Hey, Pete. Yeah. Uh, you know... You guys really don't stack up with the Braves or the Phillies, at least on paper. What was your name again? Sal. Suck it. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'd say. Now go hit the weight room. Do some clean jerks Sal. before I win the batting, t- the, uh, the home run derby. You may have heard of me. <laughs> yeah, I'm walking around working <laughs> like a loser. Yeah. That's what, do you want them saying that every day when they show up and have their coffee before they hit the no, field at 8, I, 12 in the morning? I want, That's what McNeil should scream. That's what Pete should scream. Hey, they can walk around. We are un- yeah, there you go. They can walk around however they want to walk around. Yes. The reality is they have been losers. Yes, yes, but that doesn't mean that they are destined to forever be losers. They are if they think that they're better no, than they are. we disagree you on that. Well, it, you know, well, okay, little semantics. I got yeah. you. Still disagree, but I got you. Billy is in Stamford, Connecticut. What's up, Billy? Bill. Uh, what's up, guys? Uh, welcome back, Sal. Thank you, Billy. How are you? Um, I just got to say, you know, I, I have to agree with BT. I, I don't really see how this could possibly be a bad thing. I mean, I've played baseball my whole life, every team I've ever been on, and I don't 
necessarily think that having a good attitude within the clubhouse, you know, being confident in yourself, even if I know, you know, I'm going out there as a pitcher, I'm saying, you know, oh, my fielders can't field behind me. I've been in situations like that before, but I haven't been not confident that we can still win the game and overcome that. So I don't think it's, you know, difficult to say that they could still do something like that and, and go and be successful this year. Yeah, I mean, could they? Sure, and thank you for the call. Will they? No, they won't. And I want to be definitive about it because I want to see them prove me wrong for once. The last time I was definitive about the Mets, I said they were going to win the NL East. The NL East was over. They had a huge lead. They blew it. They embarrassed themselves and anybody who believed in them like yours truly. And then they followed up. They washed it down with a disgusting performance, pathetic performance in the postseason with the Padres. That's what this group can hang their hat on. You can't hang it on last year. So their claim to fame... Lindor, Nimmo, McNeil, Alonzo, Marte, every Diaz, all of them. They're sure. there. Their claim to fame is the 101-win season that ended in embarrassment when they got swept in Atlanta and then fell on their faces a week later against the Padres. That's what they have to hang their hat on. And they're questioning whether anybody from the outside is holding them to lower expectations or underestimating them. Bullcrap. So I'm definitive in saying this. Prove me wrong. You stink. Your team stinks. To a man, I don't believe in any of it. How do they prove you wrong? Go out there and win. No, but, 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 no but win. <laughs> win how many? I want to see Pete. They're not winning 90-something games. So you got you know, Individual numbers? No, no, no. Team total. Like, what would represent them Make proving the you wrong? Make the playoffs, They're not big making boys. the playoffs, dude. Okay. Well, they There's say no they chance. are. They're not good enough. We're underestimating They're not good enough. They, I don't think they said, well, you know what? People are underestimating us. We can win 78 games this year. They said people are underestimating them. Maybe they can compete with the teams like the Phillies or the Braves. That's what they're thinking. So go out there and prove us wrong. I say you stink. What say you? Go do it. I'm tired of watching you. I'm tired of hearing you talk. I want to see it. I want to see something done in a positive way. Because guess what? I know what I'm going to see with the Yankees. They're going to win. They may not win the World Series, but even in a bad year, they win 82 games. Yankees had an awful year. Their worst year in 30 years, mm-hmm. and they won 82 games. Although I will be fair, a lot of times Yankees end of the postseason early, and Brian Cashman's up there throwing out excuses. Yeah. I mean, think about that. I mean, they got oh, their own we problems. Were healthy, but... we would have done this, and yeah. this would have happened if the Astros didn't cheat. So, I mean, it's the wordplay thing is interesting. I get it. We can only react to what we have to react to. I actually, and I really mean this, I choose to channel it as a positive. I don't think it's a bad thing at all when professional athletes who happen to be within the best 1% of baseball players walking the globe uh, think as a group that they can actually be better than we think. There's nothing wrong with that. Right. I like it. Right. I can understand maybe for for a different group. I got to get my mind right here. I got to calm down a you little are, bit. Uh... We guy came in hot today. I know. We got an hour until game seven. No, no, no. Baseball. Please stay all. No, no, no. I got the... Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Calm so down. You're, not, you're not locked in for the World Series. Please, by all means, Al. Goose Raba. <laughs> when this happened, you talked about it on the fan. Manning back, steps up, heaves one down the middle of the field, into the end zone, and Nix makes the catch for the touchdown! He went up with a big hands and caught it on the Hail Mary on the final play of the half. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Brandon Tierney, Salicata back on the fan. Baseball card World Series coming up in about an hour or so from now, so we'll have some fun with that. Somebody will be crowned champion Today on the BT and Sal Show. Been, uh, we've been dragging it out for a few weeks now. It's been a while. It's been nice. It's been yeah. fun. People are, I told you again last night, I guess it was a week or so ago, one of one of the referees for my son's game said, hey, it's it's fun, right? And, yeah. you know, he was kind of, re- I forget which game it was, but he was tracing over some of the cards we had. Right. And he had a game last night, my son. He's like, why didn't you guys do it yesterday? I said, yeah. well, you know, Sal's, Sal's dealing with some stuff. He's right. like, oh, that's right. I heard you guys talk about it. I said, today at 1140. Then he was walking away. I said, Sal's going down. Yo, I, I said, don't no, know let, let me get that favorable whistle tonight. Let's go. Yo, it's funny, dude. I was getting texts like, good luck today. They gave him. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll have some fun with that coming Woo! up. Game seven in about an hour from now. Yes. Uh, I'll say this. I feel like I'm going to perform a little bit better. And maybe both of us perform a little bit better than the Mets will this season. Yeah, everybody is underestimating the big, bad Mets because they've proven themselves. I mean, if they would like, and I wish I had specific individuals who felt this way, but it's a collective group, as Gelbs said. But if they would like, you know, I could go over the Mets franchise index mm-hmm. if, they, if they'd like and wonder why maybe fans... Because I know I'm not alone. Why maybe fans would be disappointed? Want to start or, in the late seventies? That was a pretty tough I mean, run well, there. I, I mean, mean a lot of sixty something yeah, wins. Do we have to go back that eventually. far? I mean, do you, yeah. do you really want to go back that far? I mean, the Mets' high watermark in their high watermark year of the last. Let's see. Mm, I mean, maybe ever, but even if we go back to when was the last time they won hundred games? Yeah, eighty-eight. Twice they, that was the second most they won hundred. Uh, that hundred one wins was the second most ever. Right, eighty six. But the last time, right, and yes, and the last time they won a hundred was nineteen eighty eight. So the yes, last time that they, they lost to the Dodgers in the playoffs. Right. So yep. the last time they won a hundred games prior to twenty twenty two goes all the way back to nineteen eighty eight. That's crazy. That's just to that, start. That is crazy. And then, like, if I were to give you, let's say, from nineteen eighty eight on, how many years? Do you think the Mets? Well, maybe we'll get, give a round number. I was just going to say. Let me, let me try to guess. Well, I was going to say how many years. Let's go to two thousand. Since, okay. since two thousand, got to it. Keep it equal, uh, even here. Since two thousand, how many seasons do you think the Mets have finished over five hundred? Since two thousand, yeah. I'm going to try to count them up now. When you um, guess. I'm going to say. Let's see, seven. Actually, more than I thought. Ten, I believe. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, but dude, nah. you're talking about twenty-four years. And that's probably their better years. If you yeah, if you yeah, want to go yeah. back before that, well, think about the Tory years. Twenty twenty two. I'm just trying to count here. Twenty nineteen. They won eighty six games. Right, mm. and the majority of these years are like 
not even in the 90s. 2016, they won 87, made the postseason. Yep. Obviously, 2015, they won 90, made the World Series. 2008, they won 89 games. Okay. That was the final year of Che. Yeah. 2007, the collapse. They won 88 uh, games. Up seven with 17 to go. 06, you know how that ended. Adam they won Wayne 97. Adam Wainwright, Beltron. 85, they won 83. 2001, 82. This was the end of that run. You know, yes. the 2000 run. Yes. I mean, think about that, dude. It's pathetic. Are you on baseball reference? I am, yeah. Go up to the top. What yep. is their all-time record? It, it, I know it has it up there. I just don't know exactly where it's low. What's the Mets' all-time record? 4,727. Yep. And 5,075. Winning percentage of about 460. 482. 482. I mean, that's just, come on, man. They've been in the league for 60, or they've had 62 seasons. They've won 48% of their games. 10 playoff appearances. I mean, it's, it's, listen, we know this is not breaking no, oh, news. No, 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 not to us, but maybe to them. And that's why I'm reading it to them. Oh, people are underestimating us. Yeah, because you stink. And if you want to say, well, what does it have to do with the 80s or 2000s? You know what? You're right. It has nothing to do with that. Correct. Let's just go back to, you know, with this core group that's been here. You want to go back to 2019? 86 wins, no postseason. You want to go to 2020 pandemic year? 26 and 34. Even in a shortened year with an expanded postseason, you couldn't even do what the crappy Florida Marlins can do. 2021, 75, uh, 77 and 85. The one good year you've had. One of the, think about this, one of the best years in the history of the franchise as far as the regular season goes. I can't tell you how many times I've referenced 101 wins. Trying to back up Billy Epler and this group. Not much else to reference. Even in that year, they get swept the final weekend of the year in Atlanta, blow the division, and follow it up with a putrid performance in the postseason. And follow it up with a season where Buck Walter gets fired. 75 wins. Yeah, it's not like it was this, you know, they went from 101 to 89 and they just... Got you know, lost a wild court like it. It was it was a precipitous dump right. thump. That's why Stearns is here, right. and that's why I'm not wrapped up at all. I listen. I knew that I, it hasn't started yet, so I should be fair to them. I strongly surmise they're going to be basically unwatchable for chunks of the season. The Braves will destroy them. The Phillies will destroy them. The Marlins could actually be slightly better. That's a team that's being underestimated. The Marlins are being underestimated because we give them no respect, and yet they compete. Like last year, they were competing for a playoff spot. The year before, they were in Yeah, Yeah, But Stearns doesn't care about this stuff, and really, it's Steve Cohen, and he shouldn't because he wasn't here for those collapses and those empty seasons. He's got to build it his way, and I'm going to go back to the word culture. Without culture, you have nothing. But let me put it this way. Without culture, you might have fleeting success like a year ago, mm-hmm. but you're not going to have sustained success. And that's what they're after, which is why I love what they're saying. And I think that won't come until the young group. Yeah, probably. Alvarez, oh, yeah. Acuna, yep. Yep. Gilbert, Williams. Eric is in Clifton, New Jersey. What's up, Eric? Hey, good morning, guys. Welcome back, Sal. Hope everything went good. Thank you, Eric. Appreciate oh, it. As good as possible, no doubt. Um, hey, Brent, uh, B- uh, BT, I, I got to say, I totally agree with Sal on this. Okay. I mean, you told you, you, you reference culture. And, 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 Sal, you're a 1,000% right because, you know, just don't say, you know, we'll sit through a rebuild, a teardown or whatever. We have to go through some pain. But even go back to the when we made the playoffs, what was the first thing they did in the San Diego series? They thought that they were going to be able to hide DeGrom and save him because they were looking past the, the Padres. They wanted to save him for the L.A. series. And to me, I was glad they lost because it's like you think you're better than you are and you're not. you got to focus on what's right in front of you. You make some comments like this. You better go out and sign Montgomery, Bauer, and Snell because now you're you're telling us that you're a playoff team, and we our thought process was we're going to give you the latitude because you are a new general manager coming in here. You're running the show. We want you to have an evaluation year, but now if you don't go get those three pitchers, 
you better trade yeah, Pete Alonso because mm-hmm. you have two risks. He yeah. may not want to stay here, or you know, he may just get paid by somebody else. Eric, I, I got to be. Nothing. I'm disappointed in you today. You're a good call of the show. You used to call me and Teak all the time. You're a big Raiders guy. I know you know you're NFL, and I know you're a smart dude. But you are completely hijacking and distorting what we're actually talking about. We're not talking about a couple of years ago, specifically if you're just tuning in, the main the main discussion point, and me and Sal fundamentally disagree, I actually like that they're pushing back a little bit on public sentiment. Sal thinks it's that it's not the right approach, but that's all we're talking specifically to what they're thinking as a group. To me, it's I'm impressed by it. It doesn't mean you start the season 10-3. and three. It doesn't mean you have this season of overachievement. But, geez, at least it shows you got a little fight. At least it shows you got a little pulse. You like that mentality? Yes! I would, too, if it were done properly. And I don't believe that they know how to do it properly. And that's my issue. Like, you should not be saying, oh, we feel underestimated or undervalued as a group. What? Oh, don't you realize why? Like, that would be my first question if I were there. And, and look, maybe I get a credential and go ask somebody. Because I've had it. Like, I've, I don't know if you could tell. I've, <laughs> I've had it. Who's on, what, what, what do you think? What, you're upset people are underestimating you? Who's, which one said this? Who is it? Who underestimated? Oh, you're, yeah, you, you, Francisco, you have a problem with people underestimating you guys? Why is that exactly? I'd love to hear their explanation because I know I've got counted or, or I'm loaded with counters to that. Oh, you know, you, the, the holster's not empty. Yeah, I you, mean. You've got about 10 things you could rifle back at him. Well, well, so right. we need and, to get you down to Port St. Louis and yeah. put you in the de- Instead of taking pictures with Mary Buckmiss, yeah, get I your don't. credential, get your ass down to Port. I'll go with you. Yeah. I'll give you a little muscle cases. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, what I am I doing But I'll be next to you, buddy. Man, we'll bring Hoff. He's an imposing nah, figure. I don't big even... zoo. He's big and strong. Maybe, maybe, you know, if anything gets out of hand, we got you back, buddy. But just, From a distance. It just bothers me. Yeah, exactly. It just bothers me that. Like, I understand what you're saying about a mindset. You want to have a positive mindset and not believe that your team is less than others think. But there's a reason for it. I feel like players and organizations and front offices, they feel like they're being treated unfairly at times Mm -hmm. by fans and media members. And I am somebody who gave them the benefit of the doubt. I am somebody who believed in them back in May of 2022 because what I saw, what I was watching was a good team. I didn't realize that they had a soft jaw, a glass jaw. And they still have that same core group that I just don't believe in. So when I hear like, oh, these guys feel like they're being underestimated. Yeah, but it's not like we're picking on the Mets. There's a reason for it. Mm-hmm. You haven't been any good. I want to give you a, a real quick example. This 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 didn't enter my mind earlier. Otherwise, I would have brought it up. So when I was at the old station a long time ago, yeah. we used to get our heads kicked in in the ratings. Right. We had no signal. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike and Chris were here. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, I was like, I mean, it, we, had, we had no chance. Right. I mean, really. And I remember like these these ESPN suits coming in from Bristol and like wondering, you know, why are the ratings not better? And I remember, and and I was a fairly decent part of the roster, right. but I wasn't like Kay or right, Greenberg. Right, right. Like, I was still young. And I remember standing up, and I'm like, well, because nobody can hear us, all right? And I went through a laundry list of problems with the station. I wasn't taking it sitting down because I knew, even though the ratings didn't reflect it, or at least right. I believe, speaking from my own work, that it was a whole hell of a lot better than the numbers were saying. Right. And I wasn't taking it laying down. And it's that mentality, probably, quite frankly, that got me to WFAN. Right. So when you actually look at that stuff it through a, a competitive prism 
and and a mindset of I don't care what anyone says. I don't care what anyone thinks. I don't care what the payroll is, even though it's high. Mm-hmm. I don't care what the staff looks like. I don't care if the minor leagues aren't built up yet. I don't care if we have a rookie manager. It might not work. I'm, I'm going to be forthright with you guys. Doesn't mean the Mets are going to have a good season. But if they don't, if they don't embrace that mindset, they have no chance to compete. So I love what they're doing. I right. Mean it. I would love it, too, if it were maybe different people with that same mindset. And, again, I'm not trying to pick on any individuals, just this core group. I don't think they have it. And I've said that for a while, and then hearing these comments make me realize they just don't get it. Because you could feel that way, BT, and say something different. Either not say anything at all and just go out there and do it. And then at the end of it, you say, you know what? I told you so. Yeah. Everybody doubted us. We came together as a group, and we proved everybody wrong. I'd love to see that. Oh, I'd love to hear them say what I said before. Hey, you know what? We haven't earned the val- We haven't earned you know the respect well, of they, the fans. No validation because they've done nothing. I get that. I'm we, not we with that. Right, part. I understand what they should be saying is we believe in ourselves as a group. I understand why others don't. So it's really the one word. It's the if, if I could boil it down to the way that it came the, across. The word to me. underestimated yeah. or, or an underestimation. However, they used it. They used that 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 playing on the word underestimate. Basically, people saying. We're better than you think. You're good with the mindset. You don't like the usage of the word because it almost it almost portrays like in their mind like that, they're, that they're better. Yes. That, yes, yes, we're wrong about you. We're, no, we're going based off the facts. I think we're just hearing the word. We're hearing the message differently. I you're like, also a Mets fan, right? So you're going to be triggered more, right? I get it. I like that they're saying that the expectation shouldn't be low. With this in New York, you expect to win. You're- this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Damn right. That's where you're right about it. Now actually go out there and do it. I don't think you can. BT and Sal on the film will come back. Go over the comments yesterday from Hal Steinbrenner as I got some issues with them too. Mets first. I got some issues with the Yankees next. BT and Sal on the fan. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. And the ball game's over. And the Giants have won Super Bowl 46. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app.
Brandon Tierney, Salicata back on the fan. We'll continue with your Met calls here in a little bit. I also got a bone to pick with a couple other guys. Yeah, it's not oh, just God. the Mets. No. What is this, air grievance it, day it, on it the It is fan? actually, on, I have dude. a list. I mean, Evan with his positive Mets stuff. Get lost. Even Reco this morning with his Let's positive Mets stuff. Now. Uh, I'm taking everybody out. Hey, by the way, I saw KFC Barstool was in here yesterday. Did Gio ask for an autograph on his way out? I mean, jeez. Oh, he came back with the ammo oh, today, I'm boy. Oh, up. Uh, JJ Reddick's on my list. I got a bunch of people. Hal Steinbrenner's up next. We, we got four hours to go here. Let's talk about Hal Steinbrenner right now. Yep. Uh, his comments yesterday, BT, they do not inspire me at all to feel like he's going to go get Blake Snell. I think that that's the sentiment. It feels like there's been a groundswell from Yankee fans and maybe even media members as well. Like, oh, what's going to happen? The Yankees are going to get Blake Snell. They're not. And Hal talked, you know, he met the media yesterday, and I feel the same way that I do about him now as I did a month ago, three months ago, a year ago. Yeah, okay, well, we're always open to adding to the team. The way that they're saying it is like, yeah, of course you're always open to adding to the team, but you're not going to go to the extent that you need to to get, let's say, a Blake Snell in here. Uh, You're missing the mark with this. You're sleeping on Hal again. So... Connect the dots here, guys. The other day, the general manager said pencils aren't down. Then the the star player, the captain, said, I believe there's another move coming. And then the owner came out and said, we're not done. Now, I said last week, I think Blake Snell's going to be a Yankee, and we'll see. But even, even bigger than that, what's happening here, and nobody is seeing this because everybody is so latched onto and dug into their old established opinions and talking points about knocking around the Yankees owner, who has been an easy target with certain things, Hal. Hal Steinbrenner is actually turning into his dad. The difference, the difference, is that the method of communication lacks the charisma and the constant bite and the dissection that his dad had. Thankfully, because it was annoying and it was counterproductive most of the time. But Hal, and I I can't pinpoint the exact day, Maybe when he was in Italy and he picked up the phone and he basically said, Judge, you're not leaving. You're staying. Right. Now you just can't leave. You're a yeah, Yankee. Right. You're a Yankee. What's it going to take to get this done? It's and done. And he made it happen. Okay. And then last year he sat there and after the 82 and 80 season, which was in, uh, basically unwatchable with that pathetic offense, he said, unacceptable. This won't happen again. And he goes out and he does something. He makes sure Cashman does something that the Yankees have always been historically excuse me, reticent to do, and that's give up multiple highly regarded prospects for a star. Boom, here's Juan Soto. All right, that's the first step. Still not enough for everybody. All right, well, fine. I mean, fine. He, kept, he kept Brian Cashman, who has been the problem. Even yeah, no, you yourself I, said I, that. I, I, I got you. Now, I got you. That's, that's the one out there, understood. But if you listen to how yesterday, and I would not have brought back Cashman. I'm not trying to go right. back on that. I'm well no, I, I get on it. the record there. And and that is a little disappointing in the sense that that Hal has not reacted more aggressively toward the failures of Cashman recently. Hall of Fame career recently has been a dud. Everybody knows that. But Hal now has grown tired of losing. Hal has grown. Um, it is now unacceptable to get embarrassed. And I go back to this, and I said it, and you can Google it, and people thought I was nuts, and I'm so happy that I said it. And you really thought I was ch- – not you, because I wasn't working with you. It was me and Teague. People thought I was checking out on the Yankees, quit. And they're like, what are you saw? I want the Yankees to hemorrhage. Mm-hmm. I want the Yankees to bleed out. I want the Yankees to get so embarrassed that they must do radical stuff. Now, I thought that would include Cashman, to be right. fair. I was wrong. But I knew that there would be or, an infusion. Or paying Stanton to go away. Well, whatever. I knew there would be an infusion of star power to rectify what went awry. 
And when I say that Hal now is turning into his dad, I really mean that. Not the bam, not the bombastic figure, but the guy in his own way, with his own methodology and his own presentation, which is much more laid back and docile than his dad. He is now looking around and saying, oh, that's right. We are the Yankees. He finally remembered that they're the Yankees. Yeah, see, I'm That's not, what's happening I'm, right I'm now. Not, you think they're going to get Blake Snell? I do. Yeah, see, I don't. I think you're getting sucked in. Okay. If you read between the lines, I think you want to believe that they're going to go no, get no, Blake Snell. No, I do Snell. believe that. Not, yeah. I mean, I want to, but but I truly do. I, I, I do I, believe they're going to get Blake Snell. I don't see it. I see. That. Now, remember, I'm not making it up. Hal himself was talking about the luxury tax last year. When the Yankees could have added at the trade deadline to make their team better and make a run at the postseason, yeah. they were talking about luxury tax. You threshold. know why, though? But you know why? And it was the prudent move because who – it's not basketball. The Yankees were broken last year. Judge was coming back. I understand that. And he that. did come back, and he hit one on a home run tear. And, and I won the bet. I understand that. Yeah. But they were such a broken team. That it, was, it was the strangest, oddest, um, most untenable combination of players who you had to get rid of, young kids. It's basically the same team. No, it's not. Who weren't – no, it's not. I'll tell you what I said. Who weren't quite ready – I mean, first of all, you had Donaldson playing third. Yeah. You had Hicks. You had Gallo. You had Bader. Good luck with that. Yeah. I mean, you had nothing. So, and you had Rodon, who was broken. Yeah, he was throwing no. 92 you last had year, LeMayu, not throwing 97. Kleber, uh, Volpe. But you had no left fielder. Yeah. You didn't have one. Stanton. Soda. I mean, come on. Judge was there. You didn't at the have Strowman. Yeah. So, but anyway, my point is, we know the moves, and we know what yep. they didn't have versus what they now do have. You don't think they have as much as I do, and they'll play the season, and we'll see. Although I do think they'll add to it. The difference, though, like when he talked about the luxury tax last year, there was nothing. There was not a move to be made that would have elevated that Yankee team to anything remotely special. So I thought it was wise to punt on that. Take it on the chin. Take your chops. Okay, but then but then we both went into the offseason saying they needed significant change. And they have. Uh, I see, think they're the best team in the American League. Although Brian, the hater signing does sign me. Brian, uh, scare me. Brian Cashman would have been significant change. Paying John Carl Stanton to go away and play elsewhere would have been significant change. Now, obviously, they got Juan Soto, and that is if they could make one move as far as their lineup, and which was the biggest weakness last year, mm-hmm. Juan Soto was the move. So they made that move. What was the second biggest weakness? Go to the outfield. Yeah, I know they address that as well. No, but but like but but Verdugo, Verdugo's he doesn't move the good. needle, dude. Yeah, yes, I know he does. They, they no, did the same thing with Gallo. He, <laughs> they did the same thing with Gallo. Oh look, Joey Gallo, uh, Gallo power sucks. hitting lefty bat. Yeah, not, of course he sucks now. But the no, Yankees traded for him. But Sal, the but same th- guy who's running your team is the one who traded for him. I understand, he and sucks. I, I didn't like it. But yeah. Gallo's profile yeah, yeah, as yeah, a yeah, but like, you make it like somebody dumped Hicks on the Yankees. No, Brian Cashman. No, who traded for Josh Donaldson? Sal, these are years ago, and I'm agreeing with you. No, no, I really, I swear to God, I am. That's why I've been knocking Cashman around for years. Right. But to just relitigate history, it's a waste of time. We all know we butchered right, the moves. But it plays into the point of me not believing in half. Do you think Verdugo's a good, solid you, baseball you, player? You, yeah, I like Verdugo. You said, and I, I do think he'll be underrated and be a solid player. I, I think he's going to be insignificant in the grand scheme of things. Insignificant how? He didn't have a left fielder last year. Yeah, because when, when the Yankees get fully healthy, they're going to have to figure out some roles. But here. that's a good problem. Yeah. If if they get healthy. Well, Dominguez which, plays. Yeah. Stanton says. By the way, Judge's toe, simple. more significant yeah. issue. Than maybe we thought, but that's but, not Cashman's fault. But you fault. said you said Howe is morphing into his father. Yes. Do you think his father would still employ Brian Cashman? Okay, but that I'm I'm gonna give I'm giving you that. Like there's no chance. No, no, I'm giving so you that. I'm, so when I'm saying the significant change that I wanted to see, it, for me to think Hal got it would have been to either fire Cashman or continue to have Cashman, but then go out there and spend big, like going to get Josh Hader, like paying John Carl Stanton to go away. Like maybe going out there and getting Blake Snell. And they, they, they didn't do that. I said they he's got Marcus morph- Stroman. I said he's morphing into his dad. 
He's getting there. So if he fired Cashman and didn't bring in Soto and the others, is that I would have felt I would have felt better. I'd Maybe. rather keep Cashman and have Soto. I get it because you're more I mean, excited. Yeah, I, I understand why, but I think for the betterment of the future, for yeah. the long term success of the New York Yankees. I think they needed somebody else calling the shots. And by the way, forget even about Cashman because that's old news, right? But just now, they're talking about, yeah, well, we're always looking to upgrade. Okay, well, they well, are. Well, you do. well, then why weren't you on Josh Hader? Why haven't you gotten Blake Snell yet? Why did you go from Blake Snell to then pivoting to Marcus Stroman if you're always about upgrading well, and the, trying to get— But the thing that you do, and i got to give you credit, this is—see, this is—oh, you're not going to like what I'm about to say. <laughs> the Mets fan stuff? Well, no, 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 no. I mean, it's rooted in that, but see— I know my partner well by now already, even though it's been a little All bit, right. only only a little bit. Your baseball pleasure this year, unfortunately for you. Oh, it's not has anything to do with the Mets, I'll tell you that. Is going to come in picking the Yankees apart like a lab rat. Correct. Okay. So since we all understand that, and we all know that, well, we, but, we all empathize with you on some fan level. But I will say that. Like, that's part of our job to pick every New well, York course, team apart. Of course, of course. I mean, I'm, I'm having yeah. a little bit of fun. But I think what you're doing is... Like, I'm not doing it just because I'm not a Yankee fan. I'm doing it because I really think they left a lot on the table I wouldn't here. discredit you like right. that. I, I don't go there. Right. I, and at the end, I know that. I do know that. But I do think that you are, for whatever reason, <laughs> choosing to accentuate the more of the negative Correct. rather than illuminating a whole lot of good. The Yankees are ready to roll. Let everybody know that. They're ready. Like to roll where? To roll to 95 wins and go chase a World Series. Yeah, I mean, can you start with the division? Can we start the season? Yeah, mm-hmm. all right, I'm just saying, you can start with the division first. I don't think they're going to beat the Orioles. I mean, you get the Orioles. Here we go with the Orioles well, train again. <laughs> you, yeah, know, right. you talk about underestimating. Yeah. The Orioles should feel like yeah, they're The under- Orioles could be the Mets. They've had one good season. Maybe they morph back into what you guys always do. One big but, up, one but down. But they got a lot of young. They did it differently. I know. I, I respect the Orioles. But listen, the you can you can be confident in what you have while still understanding that there's teams out there to respect, which I do. All I'm saying is, bring it on. And we're all, ready. All we weren't ready is, last year. I don't believe Hal is going to back up his words mm-hmm. and go make the additional big move to potentially I, I put the you. team what over the top. I hear you. What if Blake Snell's here in a week, which I think he oh, will then be. I'll be a week wrong. or 10 days. I'll, I'll, I will still say that I'd rather have Hater, but I will at least say I've been proven wrong that I didn't think okay. the Yankees were going to get Snell. Because I, I stand by well, that. Not just, well, not just being wrong about, about Snell, but being also wrong the, about, about how. Yes, A exactly. bigger issue. Got it. All right, BT and Sal and the fan will take your calls here. Mets and Yankees. Nick is in the Bronx. What's up, Nick? Nick is not in the Bronx. Yeah, Jerry Nick. is in the Bronx. Jerry, what's up, Jerry? Jerry! It's so in your voice, buddy. How are you, Jerry? Pretty good, man. How's your shoelaces? Tied? Thank yeah, you they, first, Sal. They, you know that. They are tied. You don't tied. want to bump that head of yours. Yeah, they are tied. Okay, good. I just want to make sure. Let me ask you something, honestly. And BT. Yes. What's up, BT? Hey, Jerry. How you doing, buddy? Pretty good. Uh, so let me tell you something. The, the mistake that was made by Cashman was the trade for Verdugo. Let me tell you something. If you would have had those three extra prospects, plus what they were agreeing to give the Brewers for Corbin Burns. You tell me that you wouldn't make that trade today and not get Verdugo and sign Bellinger for the outfield to relieve Rizzo at first base? Let me tell you something. He did the mm. same thing last year with Castillo, the kid that went to Seattle yeah. from Cincinnati. Yeah, but they wanted Volpe. Oh, well, listen, listen. For what? At that well, point, they, we they could no have idea. signed Corey Seager and traded Volpe. Well, that's going to an extreme. Well, I, well, extreme. It's the New York Yankees. Do you want the best shortstop or not? Yeah. Would you rather come the on, hope of Anthony Volpe or would you rather Corey Seager? Yeah. Yeah. Sal, 
You're going off the deep end again. That's too much. You can't have Judge, Stanton's contract, Garrett yeah. Coles, and then sign him. Exactly. It's too much access in, in a small amount of players. It's unacceptable. You as a GM, screw up the Yankees. So stop talking. If they, stop. if they, no, no, how about this, Jerry? You stop talking. Bye-bye. Thanks for having a, thanks for the call, Jerry. Appreciate it. I'll, I'll continue to talk till 2 o'clock. Thank you very much. <laughs> If you had Corey Seager, you might have a World Series. Who knows? Yeah. Yankees could have signed. And I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, but then there's no room for Volpe, who I like. I, mm-hmm. I believe in Volpe. I think mm-hmm. he's going to get better. Yep. And I think he has to, but I think he will get and he better. he has to get better. But let's just say in an alternate universe, if Brian Cashman sacked up and signed Corey Seager and then traded for Luis Castillo. You don't think the Yankees are better? Well, uh, yes, Castillo is definitely better than what they brought and in a Seager's year ago. Better than Volpe. I mean, uh, yeah, there's no question. He's also right. you know, I, I get three hundred million dollars more. Okay, I, listen, I know that, or I strongly think I shouldn't say I know. Uh, in two years, we're going to look around this Yankee lineup, right? And you're going to see Judge. You sure about that? Yes. Damn, big toe. No oh, issue. Stop. I'm, it's, stop. I mean, I'm not making it a up. Guarantee, but yeah. Judge. The fact that he's got to maintain uh, maintain that toe. Can I finish, please? It doesn't bother you? Uh, it's not optimal. Yeah, go ahead, finish. I'm You're going to have Judge. You are. This guy came back like I knew he would. <laughs> Judge Dominguez. Okay. Volpe, Spencer Jones, Austin Wells. So while I'm not a Cashman fan, there is a renewed invigoration. Um, of Yankee prospects that are starting to... Now, I say judges, obviously. All their but then we'll judge him on those. Well, I mean, Volpe won the gold glove and won 2020. Yeah, judge but, is the best player in baseball. Yeah, we will judge well, one no, of those. Well, no, not I get judge. That. Judge, yeah, I'm saying all the other guys. Well, all the other guys that you just mentioned. Well, Wells sure. and Spencer Jones well, and Volpe. I mean, Volpe, is, hasn't, Volpe hasn't proven squat yet. You know that. It's no, one no, year. No, that's not true. It's one season. Well, no, yeah, but he's proven that he's the best fielding shortstop or at least one of them. Now, come on. I know the... Well, I, I get it. I, that's I get great. it. You could... I mean, so, so was Ray Ordonez. Right? Uh, I get me, him. Like, well, Ray Ordonez couldn't hit a home run if you spotted him 100 feet. Right, but you're talking about... If you put Ray Ordonez at second base and let him hit. Right. He barely hit within the apple. He had a higher batting average than Anthony Volpe. The guy uh, did he really? Hit. Yeah. How often? Yeah, well, well, uh, uh, Volpe 200. Check. I mean, well, well, no, I know, I know. But hold on. But pull it up. Yeah. I need some more. Okay, I mean, I, Ray could pick it, but Ray, Ray couldn't hit a lick, man. His average Ray, was higher than Volpe. Oh, I understand. Average average what was it? Well, he, he played one year. Yeah, okay. Well, but that's my point. Well, he also had 20 something home runs and 20 steals and okay. won the gold glove. But, but it's one year. Anything could happen. Yes, and again, but I, I like him. Let me ask you this as you're looking up Ray's numbers. Do you think that Ray or Don't, uh, do you think Ardonias? His you, rookie year, guess what he had? Uh, what, what was it? 260. 257. Okay, and, the, and what happened after that? Yeah, well, career average, 246. Okay. Now, Volpe could what was do his that. career he'd be, OPS? He'd be a star. Well, I'm not trying to Dude, his career off. OPS was 600. Right, okay. Six, not uh, seven. Right, but, but you said. Dude. Uh, you said one one hundredth of a percentage point. It's in the five hundreds. Right, right. But when I Stop asked you, no, yeah, but when I asked you, what has Volpe done? You said he's proven he's one of the better defenders in the league. Yes. And then I said, well, so was Ray Ordonez. Okay, but Ray Ordonez couldn't hit. I understand that. Well, neither could Volpe. So okay, far. hold on. So I have two simple questions for you. Volpe has proven one year that he's a two hundred hitter. He's proven <laughs> he's proven in one year that he's a power speed guy who can yeah. pick it. Okay, well, one season does he? Have, he's only played one season. But stop talking about the defense and then talk about that he could steal some bases and hit some home runs. 12 home runs in nine years. Right. Volpe had 20 plus in one season. Right, but you, mean, really. you brought up defense. If you want to talk about defense. Oh, no, Ordonez is one of the best defensive shortstops of all time. I know that, I'm but my point that. is when I said, what has Volpe proven in one year? 
And you said, well, he won a gold glove. And I was just showing you how worthless that really is. But it's not worthless. No, I, I get that, but it, it's not emblematic of everything. It's not perfect. He's not Ozzy Smith. Don't you think, don't you think Volpe has to prove himself here? Yes, I do. Okay, he so, bet, That's why he's batting ninth. He's got to earn that first spot. All I'm saying is, the, I, the, I said the gold glove, Sal, because it's a bridge to a more impressive portfolio. So I have two quick questions for you. Yeah. Does Volpe have power? Yes. Does yeah. Volpe have speed? Yeah. Let's get back to the calls, please. Yeah, well, please. why? What, what, please. Does Volpe have one year under please. his belt? Please. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what you think. Mark is, at, Mark is at Yorktown Heights. What's up, Mark? Hey, Brandon. Hey, Sal. Good, Sal. Glad you're back on today. Um, hope all is well. Thank you. A lot. Hope all is well. Brandon, I like you, but, man, you're Thanks. off on the Mets. In what way? Saying, well, you're saying, maybe I'm misquoting you. You're saying what happens, what they're saying now has nothing to do with the past. Well, I mean, do you want to tie this into Doug Sisk? I mean, it doesn't have anything to do with the past, except the no, most the recent past. past. Is poor, though. What's it's it? Well, poor. Yeah. Okay. Because in 2022, and Sal, you keep bringing it up too, they collapsed, right? It wasn't just the Braves weekend. In September, they got swept by the lowly Cubs. Okay. So September was embarrassing. Now, that's Marte was hurt. Their, that's all their core right Marte so Marte like, was yeah. Marte, Marte was hurt, which hurt them. And I don't deem it a collapse. But what I know is when they were tested, that team's core, their biggest test was one series in Atlanta where all they had to do was win one game. That shouldn't be a tough ask. One game, Mm -hmm. all they had to win was in Atlanta, one game, and they would have won the division and changed everything. They got swept, and then they got embarrassed in the postseason. Go ahead. What about – no, but that – you said it's not a collapse. That was a collapse, Sal. You you were a part of it. You were on the – what, on SNY saying, this it's over. Yeah, yeah, and I know, I know. What happened? Yeah, well, but, but, but Mark, think about well, Mark. Well, I didn't collapse. They did. No, it wasn't. Yeah. But Mark, yeah. hold on, Sal, what's that? Mark, yeah. you said that you disagree. With, I don't know what you disagree with me with. I'm, I'm honestly trying to hear what you're saying. That's how you started so you, the call. No, I, I disagree. Yeah, because you said something like, oh, what they did a couple years ago doesn't matter now for their mentality, but it is who they are. Right. Well, no, no, no. It, no look, can, I, can I modify that a bit? And thanks for the call, Mark. You say it is who they are. It's my hope for you that it's who they were. So nobody could change? I mean, what should they do? Just, all right, we're, we're not good. Here we go, Rocky. If I could change. You can change. You can change. Yeah. The proletariat they can't. up there. They're going to start cheering for the Mets the, pretty soon. I've brought this example up before. We'll take a break, come back, and, and get your calls on both the Yankees and Mets. And we got uh, Game 7 of the World Series in about 20 minutes. I've brought this example up before, and I remember Francesa talking about it very well. It was behind the scenes on the other side of the glass when you know Mike was doing this during the Mets collapse in 2007. Okay. And he came up after that saying they needed to trade either Wright or Reyes. His feeling was right at the time. I forget why, whatever. I disagree with that. But I agreed with they needed to break up that core because it was a core that collapsed. And once something like that happens, you don't recover. Mm-hmm. And guess what? He was right. They never did. They never but is that Reyes and Wright's fault or the lack but, of the but just in roster general, around them? But just, I disagree with Mike still, saying but that. But just in general, the idea of that core, now it wasn't necessarily Wright or Reyes' fault, uh-huh. but they needed to make a move to change up that core. Same thing with this group. It's not necessarily Pete or Lindor or Nemo or McNeil's fault individually, but this core to me, the damage has been done. And I don't believe that you know they have what it takes to prove the people who are underestimating them 
wrong. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. Play fake. Jones rolls left, throws left, wide open for the touchdown is Bellinger. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Brandon Tierney, Sal Licata, back on the fan. We'll have your calls here, and then in about 12 minutes, it is Game 7 of the Baseball Card World Series. We had a postponement of the day. Obviously, I was out yesterday, so we moved it to today. There have been some postponements uh, over the course of the last you know eight weeks or so, but Game 7 will happen in a little bit. We'll have a special presentation as Hoff will bring in the untouched box. A complete box of 1987 tops. That's the final year that is left. For Game 7, I happen to have a, an untouched box. And then we will, you know, Hoff will bring it in here. Yeah. We will open it up and each pick a pack. Yep. That will determine the winner of this yeah. year's, the the inaugural baseball card. We just Walters. went through our pitchers and uh, catchers meeting. We're getting a little work on the tee now inside the tunnel underneath the stadium seats there. We're ready. We'll I wasn't, I wasn't nervous before. I'm actually, <laughs> I got a little nervous just now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Pete is in Seaford. What's up, Pete? Hey, guys. How you doing? How are you, Pete? What's happening, Pete? Uh, all right. You know, on the Mets. Um, I saw the Senga news, and my first thought was the capsule injury is the same injury that was the beginning of the end for Johan Santana. Corey Kluber had a capsule injury. It was never the same. Everyone knows after that. I mean, my biggest concern for the Mets is not are they a playoff team. I know they're not. I thought their, their peak was maybe a feisty team that will finish two or three games back of the second wild card. Really on the low end, you saw maybe a 70-win team. I'm concerned about without Senga, who are Mets fans? Like, I want to take my son to baseball games this year. Yeah. Who are we going to go see? How about Pete? You know, well, I mean, until when? You know, when the Mets are 15 games back of Atlanta. Yeah, they're not going to trade him. Yeah. After a three-win June, who am I going to see? They How about Alvarez? Senga every fifth day. How about Alvarez? My, my other nightmare. The my ass. other nightmare. Yeah. Well, you got to have leads to see him. Yeah, well, that is true. <laughs> My other nightmare is that we could get maybe one of Francisco Lindor's best seasons this year. This guy's a stud. This could be the year he hits 280, you know, mm-hmm. 30 home runs, 30 steals, 100 RBIs on a, on a team that might win 75 games. And that's a big problem. Yeah. That's a big problem. You're wasting this guy's prime. I know Mets fans love to think that, you know, his contract comes out of their pockets. Lindor is one of the most maligned players in Mets history, despite the fact he's been a stud since he's been here. He's a great player. He's a good and player. I just think that, you know, you're talking about, you're not too many years away from talking about moving this guy to third base or second base. And I don't know where his ego is. He, here's what I'm excited for, Pete, and thank you for the call. Aside from the season, which no matter how like, I remember some of my most passionate years as a Mets fan was going into years where, like, Butch Husky was the right fielder. So, yeah. Oh, God, like, Butch you, Husky, like you can't let – nobody knows. Didn't he win 42, Butch? Yeah, he did. 32. Nobody knows what the results are going to be. So we could sit here and say the Mets are going to suck or I don't believe in them. It doesn't matter. They, mm-hmm. They're going to go out there and, and try their best. And it's going to be, you know, you hope to have a fun season that gets drawn out to where they're competitive late in the season. But what I'm personally excited for as a fan – not only just, like I said, the baseball season, because it's just baseball season and you love it, regardless of how bad your team's going to be, is the future. I'm excited about next offseason. And I know that's hard to say in February of 2024 that you're worried about, you know, December of 2024 or yep. January of 2025. But I'm excited about next offseason. I'm excited about the young guys that they have coming up. Because to me, that's when true change is going to take place with this franchise. I do believe Steve Cohen's going to be you know, act like a king in the offseason. Now they got to go out there and do it, 
But I'm excited for that. I think this year's kind of we're just bypassing the time until it gets real for Mets fans. I, I can't answer this, but do Mets fans think that like Acuna and Jet Williams, like that you see him at some point this season, or maybe not? I, think I don't that know. Seems early, I, yeah, I don't know. Maybe you see one. Maybe see Jet Williams. Yeah, he seems to be the one that's you know the top guy. I I, I honestly don't know the answer because that. that would be the answer to the last caller's question, like. What are you looking forward to most? But I don't, I don't think... Well, Alvarez is a guy. No, no, of course. Yeah. Pete, Alvarez, Well, they Lindor. have guys to go see. I, mean, I understand like, that. But... The stadium's great. Like, there's reasons. You love baseball. It's nice weather. It's something to do. I get it. I'm, I'm not mad at you. Yeah, I mean, you pay baseball. to go see you crappy down, movies. You have a beer. It's great. Yeah, yeah right. You're I got you. Like, come on. I love it. I love going to city when it's empty. I got more room. Yeah, right. Like we went last year. Me, you, and Huff <laughs> against the Pirates. Peterson uh, walked four guys in the first inning. It was... Oh, no, I won't say Peterson. great. I'm not trying to be a jerk. But another, there's a lot of room. Another candidate for opening day start, David Peterson. <laughs> no. Like, Senga, and Senga only pitches every sixth day anyway. By the way, the Mets knew that there was an issue with his medicals before they signed him. That was a, a known thing last year. So this is not a shock to anybody. It's not like he's done for the season, at least not yet. It's just when you have the low expectations going into a season and then have this happen to a, a rotation that was already thin. Yep, like, yep. I heard Evan saying something yesterday that, that I thought was pretty interesting, and I wanted to add something to it. I, I think Sean did as well, but I actually had to take a call. Sean started to say something, and I, I think he was about to say what I'm going to say now. So let's say, best case, let's say Sanga misses five starts. Okay. When you say somebody's going to miss. Five could, starts? I'm saying it could be less. Okay. I mean, I'm saying best case. Yeah. It could be less, but five well, I would seems say probably like, more. Yeah. So definitely right. would I. Right. But let's just say five. And when you say that, there's this negative connotation like so and so is going to miss five starts. Oh my God, we're going to go 0 oh, 5. But it doesn't go that way. Right. No matter, you could put McGill, Peterson, Lucchese, whomever. Maybe you split. Man, you yeah. And I think Evan said, like, if Sanga would have gone 3 and 2, maybe whomever you fill in there goes 2 and 3 or even 1 and 4, there's only a two game difference. And that, that, that's a, a practical way to look at it. Okay. But, and I think this is what Sean was starting to say, but the difference is that's, that's too surface. The residue from that stuff, especially if it's more than five starts, is that the bullpen gets overexerted because even though Sang is not going to go eight or nine, nobody really does anymore. He's a high pitch count guy. He's going to go deeper than Peterson, McGill, and everybody else because he's better. And when you have that at the top of the rotation, you preserve the arms rather than, you know, you just, right. you're, the bullpen's good, but they might be fried by June is right. what I'm saying. And you could look at it any which way you like. Let's just simplify it. Who do you think was the Mets' best starter going into the season? And no doubt the guy who's not there. <laughs> it's, it's not even close. He was really good last year. Sang yeah, is good. he was an all-star last Sang year. Sang is good. He's good. They're, He's very good. I mean, you look at it. If I ask you what the Mets' greatest weakness is, I know they have a lot of them, but what, what would you say? Starting would be... pitching is horrendous. Okay. So going into the season, their greatest weakness is the starting pitching. It got further weakened. They yep. lost their best guy before they played a spring training game. Like, I know. There's no good uh, way to put gosh. it. You can do the math all you want. I there's no good Raphael's in the Bronx. What's up, Raphael? Hey, good morning. How are you doing? Good, Raphael. How are you? Raph? All right. Uh, BT. Yeah. Let me start by by reminding you how obnoxious Mets fans are when they're doing well. So I'm going to ask you this, please. I think everybody's Stop a little obnoxious. Yeah, yeah. Stop talking them off the ledge. What? Let them jump. Well, I mean, you know, I oh okay. So Rafi coming up in the Bronx with his Yankee perspective, basically saying let the Met fan drown, drown a slow death here. Let him stop. Yeah. Stop trying to save them. Stop trying well. to pacify them. And you know what, Raph? To me, it's it's not even about that. And I hear you having a little fun tweak, you know. But what I'm saying, I believe. Like I, I, and the core of the disagreement today is that 
you know, when the Mets players are, are holding on to this we're being underestimated mantra, Sal's got an issue with it because he's basically saying there's nothing to estimate, which right. I get. What I'm saying is, I mean, dude, if you make the major leagues, when you make the ma- – forget about even being a star high school player or Division One, the major leagues, you believe that you are amazing because you're not there if you're not. From the time you were six, you may not have been the superstar, but by the time you get to the majors, you were. I know there's a couple of guys who grind, whatever, find their way through the cracks, but everybody can run, everybody can hit, everybody's got a rocket, everybody's got a body. They are not like us average human beings, all right? So it's not common for people who have true athletic prowess, like Tiki, like Boomer, to, to minimize what they can do. Because if they did that inherently, they wouldn't be where they are. So uh, it's not about like off the ledge or propping them up. No, no, no. I think the Mets suck. I've said that more mm-hmm. than anybody. Um, I do think Stearns' vision needs to be played out. And I think some of you are a little bit too harsh early. Disappointing offseason. I'm going to give you that as well. But to get on players who are trying to rally to overachieve. I can't get down with that. Well, well, here's the thing. We'll find out, right? So I like that Mendoza saying, hey, this is New York. The expectation is always to win. You're damn right. So when you don't, then what? Mm-hmm. And and I already know the ending to this story. Like, regardless of how well the Mets do as far as exceeding the expectations, the end is going to be the same as it has been since 1986. You mean this end yes. or even the David Stearns end? No, this no, no, season? no. The end of Go this ahead. season. What is I'm it? talking about this season because I still believe in their future gotcha. with Cohen Get us to the final chapter. Let's speed read it. What's the cliff notes? What's happening? They, they're not going to win the World Series, and that's all I really care about. So you keep give a, a nice, exciting season. Until you become World Series contenders, I can't take you seriously, and I don't want to hear, oh, well, people are underestimating us. Yeah, because you can't win it all. You can't even win your division, let alone the World Series. Speaking of the World Series, Game 7, Baseball Car. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game 10, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. World Series, 1987 tops. Next, BT and Sal. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. The New York Rangers have won the Stanley Cup. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Now time for Game Time Without Boomer Esiason with Brandon Tierney and Sal Licata. All right, here we go, BT. The moment you've all been waiting for. Right now, Pete Hoffman, our producer, is walking in. The box of 1987 tops and is untouched. He's got his white gloves on as if this is the Stanley Cup right here. Commissioner Hoffman, how you doing, Thank buddy? Thank you, Hoffman. Nice to you see, see sir. right here, BT, Dave Rigetti on Woo. the cover of that. You got Wade Boggs as well, Boxy. 1987 tops. Yeah. You remember that with the wood border I around do. it? I do. Okay, Hoff, why don't you take this to BT to have him pick the first pack? You got to open that bad boy up. Yeah, yeah. We Very will now nice. do this. 
Make sure you get the camera in here on it. BT's opening up that fresh box of 1987 tops. You got your card? I'm going to pick mine just so you oh, know. You pick, yeah. Well, you can pick your one pack that you want to open for yep. you. Okay, got and then bring it over here. I'm going to take mine. Ooh, this is tricky here. <laughs> He's already nervous. Yeah, I am. Options. I'm going to go right there. It's like cutting the and deck then, at the casino. Now, Hoff, you have to... Exactly. I'm nervous. Woo! I wasn't nervous before. I am now. <laughs> one of those have to be the tiebreaker just in case. Okay, now, BT, normally we do this off the air. Uh, we open these packs up and kind of go through, make sure we have the same amount, meaning no all-star yep. or, like, league leader cards. I'm going to try that gum. Let's right. see. Let's see what we got here. You get it? So you're just going to give me the total. Yeah. I'm going to go through. Okay. Oh, so just this players to say one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Can't do that. 10, 11. Can't do that. 12, 13. I have 14. What do you 10, have? 11, 12. I just want to count that 13. again, too. 14. I have 15. Really? Yeah, you want to remove top or bottom. I have um, one league leaders in there, so there's 16 cards total. Three, four, five. What is this gum? Whoa, I just dropped that gum on the table right there, broken. I guess I have 15, too. May have miscounted. So I got one league leaders that I'm going to throw out. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. Seven, eight, fifteen. Now I can actually get a sense of what kind of. Okay. Oh, now, boy. you since you are home for this game seven finale. You got an finale, easy pack, I'm telling you right now. I do? You got an easy pack. Yep. I don't think yours is easy. Yeah, well, I know you're trying, no, you, maybe you're trying to. Maybe <laughs> no, you're no, trying no, to. No, no, honestly, you, you have an easy pack. You got two Mets in here, I can tell you off the bat. I don't know if I would say they're easy, God. though. All right. <clears throat> well, you know, listen, you got to react to the cards you're dealt. I just oh, gave Jesus. up two things. What an idiot I am. you kidding me. You've got. What? You've got an easy pack. Did All you right. hear what I just said or no? No. Okay, good. Let's forget that. Let's forget I even said that. Are you ready? So I oh, got to do this now. You, well, you tell me who's going first. On the home team. Well, but you decide. I yeah, know. You're up first. So you're going to yeah, read I'll them get for me. Okay. Yeah. Let me just write this down. Oh, three, good thing BT four. didn't catch that. <clears throat> I have no idea. Catch what? I let something slip right there. Me? No, no, no. I let something slip about the pack. Gotcha. Okay. 14, 15. He, will, he let one loose, as they yeah, say. Right. <laughs> Hey, whoever smelt it, dealt it. It's uh, BT, there's Sal. Are you ready? You put them in the order? Uh, yeah, strategic I, I, order? I, I, okay. I, I, well, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I like oh, to okay. arrange in a way that I think is beneficial <sighs> to me. I'm nervous. All right, let's Good get Good luck, to man. It. Yeah, hey, listen, you. it's been a you great too. series so far. You Honestly, too. it's been a great yep. series. So, All right, Sal, first up, Game 7 of the BT and Sal Baseball Card World Series, Mike Mason. Never even heard of him. This is a wow. total guess. Mike Mason? Mm-hmm. Mike Mason. Yep. Not Anthony Mason, rest in peace, Mace. Mason, your face. Did, Not Perry you, Mason. Did you hear about this player? You know him? I know him. But not an easy one. Mike Mason. Uh-huh. Um, White Sox. No. Okay. What team? The Texas Rangers. Okay. Never heard of him. Okay. What is he, pitcher? He's pitcher. Okay. Um, you ready? Yeah. Aurelio Lopez. Aurelio Lopez. Oh, shoot. Uh... San Francisco Giants. No. What team? He was on the Astros. Okay. He was also a mm, pitcher. All right, close with the colors. Oh, for two for Sal. Um, you ready? Yeah. Pete Ladd. Not Ernie Ladd. Texas old... Rangers? No. Seattle. Okay. Oh, for three. Oof. Easy pack. Oh, for three. <laughs> uh, Ray Quinones. Quinones. I knew that. Ray Quinones. Mm. Um, tough one. 
Yeah. I remember him. Uh, Seattle. Yes. Ooh. He's on the board, folks. He's on the board. Maybe a little blue base hit. That's how I you needed, start a I, rally, needed, I needed to get that one. Okay. Oh, uh, now wait a second. What? Uh, yeah, we What's do. Uh, no, I was just looking through some of these cards. We do manager cards, right? We do. Yes, okay. Uh, Buddy Bell. Hmm. I know who he is. Okay. Shoot, this is a tough one because I'm torn between two teams here. Got it. I'm torn between the Rangers and the Reds. And while I want to say Rangers, no final guess here. I'll tell you when it's final guess. Okay. While I want to say Rangers, for some reason, the Cincinnati Reds is in my mind with this year. For some reason. I don't know why that is. Buddy Bell. Buddy Bell. Oh, crap. I'm going to screw this one up, and I'm going to hate myself for it. I got to go. I got to go Reds. Got it. Yes! Got it. I was going to go Rangers because I'm like, he's a Ranger, he's a Ranger, but the card in my mind said Reds. Nice job. Nice job. I had to trust my gut there. Now the easy cards start coming. This is why uh, two for five. Okay. Dennis Eckersley. It's not as easy as you think. Mm-hmm. See, obviously, you would think Oakland, again, in my mind, uh, for some reason, I have Cubs on the 87 tops with Eck. Crap, am I overthinking this? 87 at that point. I, 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 I got to go Chicago Cubs. Got it. <laughs> Yo! You were trying to throw me off a little bit with I'm not 80s. even looking at you because I'm trying not to give away body yeah, language. No, I know. It's tricky. Nice pull right there, dude. Three for six. This is, again, in the spirit of what this game was created oh, for, boy. like my memory of the card. I think you're going to crush me. I think these, I think from this, oh, Jesus. You get, wait, did we get two of the same? Wait a second. Doubles in the same? You could throw that out if you You know. might not get one wrong the rest of the way. That easy? Yep. You ready? Yeah. Chris Basio. I mean, again, I, I know the player, and I'm thinking, I got to get Seattle. No. Where? Brewers. Ah, okay. Did right. you, were you thinking Brewers there or no? I didn't get past Seattle. I was just thinking Seattle, Seattle. Yeah, but yeah, okay. Uh, Jim Deshays. This one I know. Yeah, this one's easy. Astros. Yep. All right. Four of eight. Bobby Bonilla. 15's a lot. Bobby Bonilla. Yeah, 87 tops Bonilla. Um, right, he was he was with the Pirates. The 86 tops, I think, is uh, tops trade he was with. Oh, I'm on White Sox. But, yeah, Pirates for Bonilla. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> was he like, with the White Sox the year before that? I don't that? think so. Uh, Alan Ashby. Um, Astros. Yep. This is an easy pack, them. I mean, I'm, I mean, they're I'm, not. I'm it's not that easy. Yeah, easy. I'm thinking I'm in here. Doc and Daryl. I mean, <laughs> yeah. uh, is he Yankee or is it Met? Ron Washington. So difficult one. Uh huh. A little bit. Yeah. You know, again, though, while they're recognizable names, knowing which team he was on at the time, mm-hmm. I don't know this one. It's okay. going to be a guess here. Uh, let me think real quick. Ron, Ron Washington. 
And plus, he's been with so many freaking teams as a manager. Like, that judge uh, clouds my judgment here. Mm-hmm. You would have gotten this one? Yes. Minnesota? Oh, got it. No. That's an unbelievable this is, pull. This is just. That is an unbelievable pull. Nicely done. <laughs> I, yeah, think, I, I think punching you. You right would have definitely that. got that one. Yeah, that one I knew, but I did. It didn't sound like, like he, you were in the neighborhood of like, I, connecting was, the. Uh, that was the first uh, one, but then like obviously Angels and Rangers were screaming at me, and I'm like, right. no, 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 let's get through it. Let's go to Minnesota. Mark Davis. Uh, pitcher. Yep. Padres. No. Ooh. Giants. Oh, damn it. Seven for 12. So we have five left? You have three left. It's 15. Oh, 15, 15. Okay. Sorry. Wade Boggs? Oh, that is a layup. I mm. mean, he's on the cover. I mean, yeah, yeah. Obviously, Red Sox, yeah. yeah. All right. Mike Sosha? Well, Dodgers. Nice try. Yeah. <laughs> Let's try to get you a second thing there. Ooh, baby. Mike Scott. Astros. Think? No, Astros. All right. I don't have to think about that. I remember. <laughs> yeah. So we're in? That's it? I think you got 10. Let me just double check. 10 here. out of 15. Oh, oh, I have a headache oh, of stress. That's, but... that's an easy day. Yeah, that is Come an easy on, man. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10. I mean, guy gets Mike Scott, Wade Boggs, Mike Sosha. Come right. on with this stupid You, you have some. All right, Let's go. Yeah, you picked the pack. Let's go. And do I get you off? To yeah, the I didn't like picking the pack, though. Why did we bring <laughs> him in out? I'm, I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm teasing. Great job. All right, Great here job. we go. Ready? Yep, good job, Sal. Tim Tuffle. Uh, Tim Tuffle at that point. Tim was, still on the, uh, Timby was still on the Mets at that point. Correct. Yes. 1987 tops. Tim yes. Tuffle. Remember the ground ball that went through his legs in the uh, the uh, I remember. Now can I forget? That was game one, right, Doc? Ray, Ray. I think Rich Gedman hit that ball lefty. Ray who? Ray Quin- I think you're right. Ray Quinones. Seattle. Yeah. We each pulled a Ray Quinones. Oof. Two for two. Okay. I got a long way to go, dude. I mean, you got 10. Doyle Alexander. Pitcher. 1987 Tigers. Right, if I mess this up, this I'm going to tell you right now, this might be the one. <laughs> I got two teams. It's either Tigers or Toronto. It's either Tigers or Toronto. Doyle was also, wait, Doyle was also a Yankee for a second, but he was not on the Yankees. In Remember, he had a long career at this point. Wait, he started in 71. This is 1987 tops. Tigers. Braves. Ooh. Yeah. It makes you feel better that you didn't get yeah, that. Yeah, it actually, in a weird way, does make Dude, you feel Dude, he, he went Dodgers. Oh, he was at the Smoltzy trade, wasn't he? Dodgers. Yeah, the Tigers. All right, so that must have came after that, right? Well, no, because Smol- uh, no, Smoltz was in the minors at that point. Dodgers. Yeah, Orioles, with, yeah. Yankees, all Rangers, right. Braves, Giants, Yankees. Wow. Tough one. What a long career. Play. He was a pretty good pitcher. Yeah. All right, two for three. Jesse Barfield. Damn it. Toronto. Boom. Three. Ron Karkovice. Catcher, White Sox. Boom. Four. What do I have? What total do I have? You have 10. Atlee Hamaker. Pitcher, Giants. Whoa. You have five right now. Yeah. Halfway home, BT. Yep. Halfway home from a tie. I got you. Manager's card. Well, I give you shuffle on the deck, you. Manager's <laughs> card. Bobby Valentine. Uh, Texas. That's correct. It's not, it's <laughs> one, two, three, four. You get six. Six. Four, four to tie? Yeah. Bob Stanley. Pitcher. 
The only thing I'm thinking is, did the Red Sox jettison after that 86 disaster? You got to think about it. And my answer is no, Boston. That's correct. Seven for eight. I would have jettisoned them. (laughs) Get rid of you, man. You lose the World Series, just get out of here. Cecilio Guante. Pitcher. Pirates. Dude, hold on. We're at eight already? Eight of nine. I'm just making sure. That is eight. I I, I know in my partner, I think you tucked a few easy ones in the back, but I'm not sure. Eight of nine. Let's keep going. John Shelby. John Shelby was an outfielder, and I believe he was on the Baltimore Orioles at this point. That is correct. Nice, dude. Let's go! So where are we at right now? Nine of ten. So one more to tie for you. Let's go. Gary Matthews. Outfielder. I believe he had, I believe he left the Phillies. I'm going to say Cubs. Correct. Tied, baby. Top, you get that tiebreaker ready just in case? We tied. Look at that. 10 for 11. Mike Loind, L-O-Y-N-D. I've never heard of the guy. Seattle? No. Texas. Never heard of him. I got to get one of the next three. Pat Dodson. Pitcher? White Sox? No, not pitcher. Oh, Red Sox. Thinking somebody totally different. Tim Dodson? All okay, right. so now let me just make sure we get the math right here. Yeah, go we get down it. to it. Because I have three cards in hand. Three, meaning three left? Yes. Okay. One, two, three, four, I know five, I six, seven, eight, nine. You got ten. Yep. So wait, did I have an extra card here? I, I, don't, I don't know. I didn't count the cards. Shoot, how did it get stuck? Yeah, you, yeah. you should only have two left. I should only have two left. Bottom or top, you want me to throw off? Oh, I don't like this. Well, what do you, I get, uh, you got to be kidding me e- with either, this. Put it this way. Either way, there were all three difficult ones. I'm taking out the bottom for you. That's it. Go for it. All right, so two left. I, 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 this, I'm going to have to file a protest here. Well, I, I, I I'm could. not liking what just happened. No, no, no. But let's go. Or, or just take another card no, and Let's go. Yeah. And I can read you that card, too. 10 for like. 13. I don't know how I miscalculated there. Jerry Mumphrey. Outfielder. Correct. Was. Oh, if the, uh, this, let me just tell you, this, this will really, this will piss me off. Number 22, I believe, uh, was on the World Series team that lost to the Dodgers in 81. <sighs> Definitely was not on the Yankees at this point. I think I'm going to get this wrong. I believe that he came from the Padres, but I'm not 100. Padres. Cubs. He went to the Cubs. He was with the Astros before that anyway. All right, so that's off. Last one here. So we, <coughs> we right now we're tied? Yeah. Okay. I screwed myself here because I had the extra card, and I gave you all the easy ones out front to make it uh, manageable. Scott Fletcher. White Sox. Rangers. He was with the White Sox. Shortstop, middle of the that. Yeah. Okay. So what do we do? We have to do the tiebreaker when we come back, no, I you guess. Be kidding me. Or maybe we have to do it at twelve twenty. Can you believe that? No. Four, I'm just doing the math here. You got ten. Right. And five left. And I had the one extra card. Let me take a guess at the one extra card. Ready? Go for it. Does not count. I got you. Rick Anderson. Pitcher? Yes. Indians? Mets. So you wouldn't have got that Mets. anyway. And the reason why I held that one out is because I said before that I gave you two Mets in the pack. 
Oh, was that? You, yeah. Oh, when you said when, when I didn't hear yeah. you say. All I right, so you. but now anyway, so you could feel better about that. Dude, so extra frames. That's it, that's extra frames. Game folks. seven's going to extra innings. What the hell's going on extra here? Extra frames. Now, wow. Hoff has got to pick that. Back. All right, I don't know when we're going to do this. Can we do this wow. at twelve twenty? We're going to do this. Or do we, just do we do it next week, or do we have to finish it today? I want to finish it today. Yeah, I do too. I mean, I know what you're saying about drawing it out. Mm. I mean, it's pretty. No, it's not the Phillies and Tampa Bay Rays. We, we haven't even. We don't even know. We don't even know the rules. Like what extra innings here? So I, that's how, why I'm thinking we might have. Well, uh, whatever. Yeah. We'll figure right. this out. All right. Wow. You got your read there. We'll come Dude, back. I started and nine. I started ten of eleven. Now remember, and I, I could not. I know you push some tough ones in the back. Yeah. Whatever. Well, I wanted to build up the drama, but you, that's some run. Wow. I for you both too, of us to get ten. Yeah. Great stuff right there. Well, that's game what we do. That's what we of. do here on BT and South. <laughs> that's Let's what Game Seven should be made Did you think of. we were coming out going two for fourteen each? <laughs> no, not happening. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. Odell Beckham Jr. made the catch with one hand for the touchdown. Wow, what a catch by the rookie! Ridiculous. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, one hundred one nine FM, and always live on the Free Odyssey app. I'm shaking with nerves yeah. here. Brandon Tierney, Salakata back on the thing. We will resume game seven. We'll play extra innings coming up at 1240. We'll push it back a little bit. Reset here. Hit you with the crown topic of the day. And for me, it was the stuff with the Mets, BT. We've talked a little bit about the Yankees and Hal Steinbrenner and his comments yesterday. But, you know, the, the idea that the Mets feel as a group, and this is out there. You know, Mendoza was saying that, oh, their expectations of being lowered is nonsense. This is New York. They expect to win, which I like. But then Steve Gelb saying that that seems to be the popular sentiment in that room, meaning the clubhouse, that everybody feels like they're being underestimated from the Mets. Yeah, the reality is you stink. That's why you're you're not being underestimated. You're being properly estimated. How about this? Prove us wrong for a change. Go out there and win. I don't think you can. And by the way, even if everything went well, there were going to be an 85-win team. And right out of the gate before they play a single spring training game, they lose their best pitcher for who knows how long. So I'm not buying the positive vibes. I want to be excited about the season, sure. But the, the reality is the Mets aren't built this year to be good. That's why you're being underestimated or estimated properly. They think underestimated, and I think that pisses me off. They're not. I see why it pisses you off, but they're not built to be competitive. I completely agree with that. What I completely, completely disagree with is you having an issue with their approach when, quite frankly, it might be the the first visible sign of a, of a, of a fairly radical shift in culture. Think about and, – and, you talk about core, and we've had a lot of discussions about this core. You know, core's mm-hmm. rotten. You know, a, a toxicity which kind of got hijacked. You know the stories that you and I have generated yeah. in the conversations we've had. Okay. So, while some of it was a little misleading and, and not representative of what Sal and I were talking about over time, sometimes, the fact is there is an issue with the core. Because if the core was better, the Mets would be better. Bottom line. So, the fact that the core, and I can only surmise that it's the core that's that's leading this attempted transformation. To me, it's an inner awakening. It's almost like, all right, you know, maybe what we weren't, maybe what we were doing before wasn't good enough. Obviously, on the field, it wasn't good enough. But also, setting the example for the young kids. This is such a pivotal camp for the New York Mets, not to set up a successful season. They're going nowhere, going nowhere. But this is so important because you know when when the young Mets. We all know the 86 team. But when those guys 
started coming and getting a little little taste of the big league camp, you had players around. You know, you had veterans. Keith was obviously here at 83. And then, obviously, it's like a domino thing. So, uh, there's no Keith here. There's no Gary here, obviously. There's no Doc here. We know that. But at least there's the, to me, the the beginning of, of a shift in messaging. And the young guys who are now on that field, down there, locker room, the buses, the split squads, the inter squad, they're going to reap the rewards. You might not see it in the standings, but keep in mind, it's got to start somewhere, and I think it's starting here. And maybe my problem I like is it. I just don't believe in this core. Like, I do think the young guys coming up are going to be the first chance, you know, not this year, maybe next year, to change this group. I can't believe I got Scott Fletcher wrong. <laughs> yeah, I know, dude. The only thing I'm on my mind is game seven. I'm by that. I, I can still that was see the one for the he used win to right choke there. up on the bat. He was a righty. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm thinking I screwed up because Jeez. if I counted properly and I gave you the, hey, I got 15, I got 16 here, take one from the top or bottom, you could have taken an easy one out, and maybe I would have won that way. Yeah, I mean, I also still might follow that protest of the league there. Hey, that that was, uh, I mean, I mean what do you want to tell you? It must have got stuck shady. together. I mean, we, 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 well, so you, read, we, you read every single card. I understand that, but we, it's, but still, that's not What the do you point. mean, still what? We do, we do the whole process. And we I know we do. You, you, get yeah. the, you're get, you get your pack, I get right. mine. We count through it. We take out the All-Stars, the league right. leaders. All right, South, game one, we have 11 cards. All right, South, right, game right, two, right, we got 12. Right. Oh, wow. Game seven, we got 15. No, we get to the end of the game seven, and Sal tells me we have 16. I, sc- I was looking at the math because you said something. We had like five left, and I was like, wait a minute. I get, uh, uh, Anyway, I know. 1240, but, the resumption of game seven. And we're going to just play a whole nother yeah, game. Yeah, we are. Whole pack. Let's go. Extra innings like the like the regular yes. game. That's it. Yep. Same, same rules before. Two new fresh packs, Hoffa Willem in here. Mm. I can't believe it ended in a tie. Me anyway, the, the Mets bother me because it's not just about this offseason. It's about this core that failed in 2022. So when I look at this group, I see failures from what happened in 2022, even in a 101-win season, the way that they handled themselves against Atlanta in Atlanta, needing one win to win the division, the way they handled themselves in the postseason, and then followed it up with last year. So I have an issue with that group. And then they say, oh, we're underestimated. Like, you've accomplished something. Like, this isn't exactly a dynasty that had one bad year. You've stunk. This group, Pete Alonso's been here since 2019. You know, Francisco Lindor, Javi Baez, the thumbs down. Like, that was, what, 2021? Like, you failed before yep. that. Before your success. So, you know, they, they, even uh, the pandemic year. Oh, the Mets are going to be better in the pandemic year. Short season, expanded postseason. They didn't even make it then. Losing record. Uh, Jeff McNeil, Pete Alonso. Like, come on, these same guys. Don't you think the underdog, what's your favorite movie? Rocky, of okay. course, yeah. So that's why I, I take here. I love here. the underdog. Yeah. Don't you think the underdog mentality, if, if truly and effectively embraced by everybody, even though boxing's individual, but if if the Mets can somehow latch on to that, again, I'm being realistic with, with their roster, I'm it can propel them somewhere they don't belong to be. How about shutting your mouth and doing it? Rocky didn't go out there and say, I think I'm underestimated. He went out there and knocked Apollo Creed out. Well, I understand that, but it's February 22nd, so... There are cameras everywhere. The Mets are being asked, like the Yankees and the Dodgers and the Cubs and every other baseball team out there, <clears throat> the Phillies, what are you showing me? Oh, yeah. Scott yeah, Fletcher. Scott Fletcher. <laughs> You're an ass. Yeah, I can actually see him in the air. He's choking up on the bat. So they are they are supposed to ignore the questions and say, well, it's only February 22nd. I can't say anything. Uh, I'll talk to you on opening day when we start playing for real. Like, They've got to communicate some message, and I like the message that they're communicating. That's all I'm saying. All right, BT and Sal on the fan are friends of Town Fair Tire. Remind you that at Town Fair Tire, you always get the guaranteed lowest price on name brand tires from Connecticut to Maine. Nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody. Anthony's calling from Staten Island. What's up, Ant? Hey, what's going on, guys? How are you, Um, Hey, bud. 
So about the Mets and with Tenga, you know, I mean, just what a brutal way to start. Um, not even a season yet. And it's just you can't even escape the month of February without a significant injury to this franchise. It, it, it happens I mean, every year. It's ridiculous. Every year. I mean, it's just like, you know, this is the freaking worth base, worthless baseball classic last year. You got Verlander on opening day. Just as you recovered last year from the Diaz stuff, Verlander on opening day gets shut down. Years before that, it was Matt Harvey or it's Max Scherzer or it's somebody else every freaking year. And now this year, even with no expectations, they find a way to piss you off before they play a game with Kodai Senga going down. It's ridiculous. And it's. And it's just like, you know, this is coming from a diehard Jets fan, too. So, you know, at the end of Aaron Rodgers' injury. Ugh. And now you fast forward all, this, all these months. And it's like, you know, I, I don't have any expectations for the Mets. But it's like, this is our ace right now. Our ace. This could have happened to Jose Butro or something like that. No, it has to happen to Senga. <laughs> Jose who? Jose Butro? Jose Butro? Jose Butro, yeah, yeah. Oh, Jose Butro. I mean, like, come on. It's like, my point is, this could have happened to some, some scrub or anything like that. No, this has to happen could to happen Senga. Could happen to Andre. It's just so ridiculous, you know? Happened to their best pitcher. And thanks for the call, Anthony. Can I say something serious, yeah. though, about Senga? That he was really, he was phenomenal. There's nothing else that's. Indisputable. He's awesome. He's not an ace, though. No, I'm not even going there. I think the one flawed premise with him being an ace, it's not about his stuff. He pitched 166 innings a year ago. All right? So... Right, you can't give somebody to throw you 200 innings. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I know it's an incremental buildup, and, you know, whether it's Clark Schmidt or, you know... Remember, he needs extra rest anyway. That, too. So, like, what... Even if he was fully healthy on opening day, where is he going innings? 180? 185? Right. right. Can you have an ace who does that? Probably I know. not. Look, again. It's not about his stuff. I want to be clear. Right. I think he's really good. Well, let's play it out this way. And to me, it wasn't even about the saying of stuff. Obviously, that hurts. And it does play a part in why I'm angry. But, like, they, they weren't built right going into the year anyway. Best case scenario, we said 85 wins for the Mets. Or at least I said that. Maybe you were even lower. That was in the 70s. All right. So. Oh, we'll, best case? Uh, yeah, 79, 80. Okay. Best case. But so, I would... so now without Sango, what do you think it is? I'm pretty much where I've been most of the offseason, 76. That's what I'm saying. Like, it really doesn't move the needle one way or another. Oh, one, you mean w- w- without saying yeah. it now? Yeah, well, w- w- How long w- is w- he out? Well, but whatever the but Whatever you is, tell me, I'll react to. Well, I'm just saying this situation He's out right for the now. year, they could win 70 games. Honestly. Yeah, see, I don't think they it's could, that significant of a drop. No, I'm saying if. If he's out for a month, probably not much of an impact on the record. Uh, Kevin is calling from Ocean City, New Jersey. What's up, Kev? Hey, thanks for taking my call. How are you, Kev? Hey, um, how you doing? What's up, uh, Listen, first of all, I'm a Mets fan, and I, contrary to what a lot of y'all think, I think we're going to do better than you think. And one of the reasons I think we're going to do it is because we have something we haven't had in a long time, is speed. And speed makes a big difference. We're going to manufacture runs. We're going to play a little small ball. And Who, I'd rather who's say who's got the speed that we're talking about? I'd, excuse me? Where is the speed coming from that you're talking about? The young players that we have. Who? Yeah. We're younger. Who? And who? the point who? is. No, no, who? And, and wait a minute. Wait a minute. Well, Acuna. The, the, they're, they're not playing. Of, they're not playing. We don't know exactly. Well, that's another thing. We don't know yeah. exactly who's going to play. And who's yeah, but they're, they're definitely but, not going to be up yet, Kev. That's all we're saying. Well, okay. Well, we're going to be. I think we're going to be faster than we were last year. But not and, to start. And as far as Sanger, and as far as Sanger, it's better for him to be hurt early than late. I mean, you know. I'd rather. I, I'm I would argue against that. Me too. I'm, I'm the, sorry that happened. The Mets will be right, out of now. it in August or September. Yeah, yeah. I view it the other way, Kev. Right. I'd, I'd rather have everybody healthy early. Maybe no. start. No, well, let me just call. finish sorry. up. Thanks for the call, bud. Maybe finish out. Uh, you know, start a little bit. You know, better than I would. Uh, than they. Than most people think. 
you overachieve a little bit, and then maybe you can get a piece. Correct. At, you know, rather than starting in a hole and, and then coming back and you're in a hole and it's too deep. We've been down this road before with yes, the Mets. Yes, yes. There's never a good time to have an injury. And obviously, if the team was in it going into the postseason, you wouldn't want to lose one of your best pitchers then. However, for this particular team, at this particular time, that is the worst time to have uh, a— so, so take, take Jimmy up in New Hampshire. Take him. Jimmy is in New Hampshire. What's up, Jimmy? Hey, Jim. Hey, Sal, BT, what's going on? What's, what's up, up, Jimmy? Bud? Hey, listen, Sal, what you just did right there to BT. Yeah. Um, that was that was very similar to, like, icing. Like, calling timeout or stepping out of the box. Even almost comparable to, like, Bush League. Like, how A-Rod running around third base yells, I got it. And the yeah, guy yeah, no, yeah, how so? He yelled, how? Or, or Bronson, the Royal Slack. He, yeah. He's, he's rattling off. All, he's 8 out of 10, 9 out of 10. No, eight, nine, eight, 8 out of 9. Right. Okay, but two things. Number one, I padded all the easy ones or easier ones in the beginning purposely to draw Sal. it out. That's number one. Sal, so, yeah. I'm, dra- I'm draining four, five, yeah. three, two. Then I got to tie my shoe. That's not even untied. You know what I mean? Like, you just iced them. All of a sudden, I don't understand what you're talking about. Ice them what? No, I mean, the flow is interrupted. Because you're like, wait, 15 cards, 14 yeah, cards. Yeah, there was you a, have that all. I, I made a mistake. What do you want me to do? Well, I mean, that's I mean, why we're protesting. And, and you could protest all you want. And thanks for the call, Jimmy. Thank you, Jim. Appreciate I made a mistake support. with the numbers. I even gave you a chance to get that extra one. And yeah, you didn't but get it got it. in my head. And it's you like, didn't get it. Yeah, but, but, but I may have gotten it if I, if I was still in the zone. You that's get, the, get that's out the out whole point. Get out of here. Stay in the zone. So I'm looking at this. Well, here's the good news. We'll have a whole other game coming up. I understand that. But so I was 10 for 11 when this crept in. 10 for 11. Right, but that's by design. No, no, I under... Well, no, but there weren't, ele- only... but there weren't 11 layups, dude. I nailed some guys no, that no. were a little tricky. I know, but obviously I was saving the no, harder no, ones I know for the you end. Were, yeah. But to say that I had zero chance to get those when I'm on a heater is just not Hey, look, not accurate. you could have gotten Scott Fletcher and taken any doubt out of it. I, I, I could have, and, and maybe I would have gotten get Scott Fletcher here. if you didn't yeah, stop no, my flow. No. Oh, yes, That's the whole flow. point. Get out of here. You're stop a mojo your buster. You, you mush the Mets and you mush yeah. me. Stop your flow. Yeah, and you, like the Mets, can't take accountability. You got them wrong. I gave you 16. You still couldn't get it. It's fi- it's filed. Yeah. It is in uh, it is in the commissioner's hand. I do not know if he will accept it. A protest has been filed. Yeah, those protests are never. No, I feel better about two. First of all, I should have just from the beginning thrown out the whole pack anyway. When I mistakenly said you got two Mets in the beginning, yeah, I don't I know what the hell I was that. thinking. I was, I was like well, jotting stuff down. I, I understand that, but that could have been. I wish a I did. That, they could have been a difference maker. We should have thrown out the whole pack to begin with. Then you would have been like, oh no, that would have been my pack, and uh, you played under protest. We got the pack out. I even gave you the extra one. You didn't get it right. Well, yeah, we but t- you're reacting to 10. something that might have happened. I'm reacting to something that did happen. Right? No, what did happen is you missed Scott Fletcher, you missed Rick Anderson, mm-hmm. and you missed somebody else. Pat and what Dawson, also happened is Mike Loind. I never heard of. And what also happened, and this is without precedent, because it is now Game Seven. We know the structure. We know the format. A little convenient it happened in the middle of a heater. That's By the way, saying. don't you think if I could throw out any card or take one out, Ray Cunyonas, the double would have been taken out? Like, it's not like I'm trying I to mean, be. John, I don't think you're trying. I'm not. I, 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 let me be I, clear. The cards must have stuck together. I, I don't know. I, 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 <laughs> stuck together. I don't what like what, what the hell twice. are you doing with the cards? Oh, the gum. Oh, yeah. the gum. You, you, come on. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know you like him. I didn't know you like him that much, dude. No. Well, about 20 minutes from now, we get to do it all over again. I can't even believe we tied. I, first of all, I can't believe it went to Game 7. And then I can't believe we tied the way that we tied. I know, I know. 10 and 10. And by the way, Sal, last time we only had 11, and you got 8, and I got 7. So our percentages, because it was a, it was a yeah. short deck, have been through the roof. So what do you go? 10, 10, 20 for 
uh, 20 for, no, wait, we had 15, right? Well, I mean, if you want to, yeah, it's supposed to be 15 each, so 30 oh, cards. That's right. So we <laughs> the gist 20, of our 20 our out of 30. Hoff, can I ask you objectively? You know, I'm not even going to ask Hoff. Zoo, open up your mic here. You're the commissioner. You've got to remain unbiased here. You'll ultimately rule on the, you know, on the request to uh, to rescind this and, and reverse this. Zoo, you've heard a few. I think you've been in here for one or two that Sal and I have done together. How do you view what just transpired on the air? I, I mean, unconventional at the at the low end Straight up cheating uh, on the far end. What is your assessment? I think it was unconventional, but I do think that it was magical to listen to on air. Yeah, yeah I that doesn't help my, my progress. I don't. Buddy. I don't. Feel, we know it's magical. That's I don't why feel we do bad it. at all about it. We've had pauses before. I gave it the extra. I would have felt worse had the I, the Mets thing was the screw up there. I should not have yeah, said you that. You felt worse for you. No, no, no. Just in general, like I would have felt even if you won, you wouldn't have felt cheapened by that. No, I could have been like, oh, you I just you lied about it. it. So, but I can see why you wouldn't be able to fully convince yourself that I didn't hear it. But right. I swear to God, I didn't know what you well, were saying. I didn't know what the, it was the, pertaining the, the to. The baseball card gods have worked it out to a point where we tied. <clears throat> Look, you did the good job getting there. I mean, I put 10 yeah. in. You had a counter right. with 10. I'll see you in 20 minutes. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. Mm-hmm. Fresh mm-hmm. new packs. Hoff will deliver them in mm-hmm. here again. We'll do the whole new thing. Extra. I don't even know if I want him to be a part of it. He's the, the first, gloves and suit yeah, on. The first time he's a part of something, we have controversy. He's been a part it's of it. never happened before. He's been a part he, of it the whole time. He gets his grubby hands in the middle of everything, and everything gets off the rails. Now, what do you mean his grubby hands? You put the pack. Wait, it's the first time we've had him involved in this at all. No, he it's brings not true. it in, and we have something that I got to protest. Yeah, he's brought He's picked to help get the packs before you. No, no. Well, you not brought like this. The, oh, exactly. Well, not this like this. This was a brand new box, untouched, And It's the first time that it got all out of whack. You picked the cards right out of your own hand. We each picked the pack. We'll do the same. I think the public is with me. I really do. Get at it. I think the public is. I think the public. I think that they loved it. I think that they were impressed by the results. I think that the public, as they listened to it, under not not necessarily thinking, Sal, to be clear, that you you had this this plan where you tried to cheat. I don't think you tried to. cheat. If anything, I would have taken out. I know you didn't. Like I said, if anything, I would have taken out one of the easier ones. But the heater that I was on and the flow and the zone that I was in, to have it interrupted by your inability to count is unfair. All right, so how would you fix it at that point? Well, it's in protest, so we'll see. It's in his hands, the commissioner. But but my question is— He might rule in my favor and say you lose. Meanwhile, I created the heater. Now, you did a good job, but I padded all those cards there in the beginning to throw it out. You created the heater. I did! I gave you easy cards! It's like saying the guy in the stand was responsible for Steph Curry drilling eight threes I, in a row. I could you have said, created the heater. Okay. I, well, if the team's not playing any defense, and I wasn't playing any defense anymore. <laughs> yeah, right, now, you right. get a ton of credit because some of those guys could have gone either way. Uh, you nailed know. them. Uh, I'm not taking away. Yeah. I don't know what you want me to do. I looked down. Nothing. I was like, oh, crap. Could have given you 16. I shouldn't have said anything. Just giving you 16 cards, and then we would have had a, a, a bigger dilemma. All right. I'll let the masses decide. BT, it's decided. And the Mastics can do whatever they want. It's decided. <laughs> We're going to extra innings, baby, starting in about 18 minutes. So, although we should just do it when we get back. We won't. We'll take your calls on the other side. BT and Sal on the fan. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. Swung on. There it goes. Deep left. It is high. It is far. It is gone. Number 62 to set the new American League record. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Brandon Tierney, Salakata back on the fan. We have Yankee tickets to give away this hour. We're doing that right now, actually. What are we doing with the Yankee ticket giveaway? Uh, we should be right now. Oh, okay. Yankee music. Where's it See at? The ba- in front of me. Oh. Ba- da- 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 
Cashman rules everything around me. I mean, that's you know the song. Yes. Cash rules everything around me. This is Hal singing this. Cash rules everything. Oh, here we go. There call we now. Be call number thirteen at eight six six five four zero WFAM. That's eight six six five four zero nine three two six for your chance to win a pair of tickets to a Yankees home game. Plus, you'll qualify for your chance to win the grand prize trip to Yankees spring training in Florida, including round-trip airfare, hotel tickets to a game, and a VIP dinner, all courtesy of Wendy's, the official hamburger of the New York Yankees. Game seven, extra innings coming up in about 15 minutes or so. I got to get that. Like, my mind has been focused on that. Yes, I I want to do it now, but we're going to wait. We're going to wait. We're going to wait. So, I, I might not always look it, you know, especially when, when people make fun of my turtlenecks that right. I... Right. Oh, I saw you so, wearing that yesterday. I don't know why, really. It's, it's horrendous. But I, I throw it on in the yeah. morning. I really don't care what anybody thinks except my wife. And right. that's it. And really, if she even yeah, said it was say, nasty, I'm warm, I'm comfortable, I'm yeah. still going to wear it anyway. <laughs> even though I really don't care what she says. Uh, anyway, yeah, uh, I used to be a lot more than I am now a man of drip. And do you know what that yes, means? I used yeah, to be a drip yeah, man, right? Had two earrings. This, I mean, it's going back a million right. years ago. Had okay. the had the silver hoop. Had the diamond stud. Um, had the big fat gold chain when I played baseball. Okay. And uh, I had all that stuff. So I, uh, you know, drip. You know, they say you know, game identify game. Drip identify right. drip. Would you look at the drip that Verdugo? This is oh, not super. Po- look what he's. Look at the chains. He looks like an idiot. No, he does. He looks awesome. Yeah. You have go on. BT, show guys. me a picture. Yeah, where is that? Well, it's everywhere. It's on X. But he's got the. He's upgraded because obviously he had a, like a big platinum. I'm guessing it's platinum. Uh, Boston logo, and that's obviously got it, as is the facial hair. But now he's upgraded. He's got the cross. He's got, it looks like a nameplate. It looks like Mr. T. It's awesome. Yeah, they should do a spoof. Here's a free idea for the Yankees. Mr. V. And you have him. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. V. Hey, that's how much he's got. I do know, Mr. V. I know, except that it's not it's gold. But I You're love welcome, it. Yankees. That's on the house. That was funny. Yeah. I, you know what? They actually should do a promotion, like give out the yeah. like a fake silver chain or something, right. you know, like in the middle of the summer or whatever. I think that. It doesn't mean he's going to hit 295 and be what I hope he is. But, you know, the Yankees needed an, an infusion of of drip. That's why Stroman and, – and Judge has understated drip. Right. There's no doubt he's the man. But like, I just Str- judge, like, being there. Yeah. Drip. Soto. I mean, that's, you know, Soto. No, no question. He's got the little walk. He's I got do the like, little thing. I do like – now, I want to see it play out, though. I But know. I do like their – Personality. Yes. Yep. But do- it's, it starts with the Judge. Like, they have that leader that sets the tone in that regard. Yep. Now you hope to have more guys follow. And yes. I think that seems maybe they do. And, and they do have that. And that's why Judge is not only a great player, but a, but a great person. And I think people immensely respect him immediately. And they follow his lead. And he truly is an easy captain. But I think that it's so important for new guys, and this isn't always the case with the Yankees, to be able to be themselves. Because of the shave the beard, shave the hair, all right, let's conform. And there's so many things about the pinstripes that I love. I love the uniform. I love the classic nature. Um, Listen, you know. Now, if you get traded there, it's different. But if you don't want to shave your beard or cut your hair, then don't sign with the Yankees. I mean, you can also make the case it's an antiquated rule. Well, you have a choice if you're a free agent is what I'm saying. Don't sign there. So... But I think too often guys come in and they aren't necessarily themselves. The fact that Verdugo, Razor to the face aside, is in the early stages of being himself is massive. I love it. And so is Strowman. Right. And it's I good think to that, see. Yeah, yeah, it should help. Now they should, the Yankees should get rid of that policy and truly let guys be themselves. But either way, uh, it is good to see some personality. John is in Yonkers. What's up, John? 
How you doing? Good afternoon, guys. Uh, How are you, John? Game seven, man. That's electric. That's like uh, Pete Alonso's uh, opening day at a uh, city field, right? Yeah, well, I mean, I mean uh, Pete should only get so lucky to get to a game seven <laughs> at some point. Uh, well, no, he said opening day was going to be electric. Yeah. He, he did say know, that. Think, uh, yeah. yeah. And then what uh, after that? <laughs> uh, you guys, um, I've been a plenty of opening days. They're always electric. And you know what's followed up by? <laughs> disappointment. Extreme disappointment. 71 seasons. A, brush, a, a, a fuse that pops. Wake me up when September's electric. That's what Pete really needs yeah. to get to. Shocking what he, what he, what he meant was. Uh, anyway, uh, uh, quick quick Yankee thing. Uh, Steinbrenner, uh, how could become George, but it's not going to matter because when George was George, it was only one George. Now there's half a dozen of them. So he's got to be competing. George didn't have that. That's an interesting point. And, uh, uh, quickly to the Mets, when people are talking about being underrated, you know, like the Chiefs are saying. John, can I can I jump in for a sec, John? Because I, I don't right, want to let Chiefs that Steinbrenner thing go. Just Sorry. just a bit, real quick. So, and I, I know what you mean. You say there's a half a dozen Georges, roughly. Who are they besides the Dodgers? Who else? I would go. The Orioles just got somebody. Uh, okay, wait, wait, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. John, John. John. The Phillies, the Mets, the Dodgers. Wait, wait, the Mets. Yeah. yeah. No, not the Mets. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the Mets. I mean, this. It, 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 back in the day, George would just get it because he was really the only one paying. And you're not going to – there's a little bit more competition now. I'm, I'm not standing up for Hal, but he's just not going to be George because, you know, he was the original and uh, you know, that's not happening. Yeah, that's something we were talking about earlier. And, again, not the bombastic nature. What I said was I'm seeing some signs, and I love it. Thanks for the call there, John, that Hal finally woke up and remembered that he's part of the Steinbrenner bloodline. You know, and when you see words unacceptable – we will not tolerate, embarrassing. I mean, that tells me that in his own understated way, very different from his dad, but I think ultimately, you know, a bit of a change and a, a market correction for Hal, it's going to be effective. And I appreciate it because he was he was in a coma for a while, it seemed. Yeah, I still need to see more. Whether it is Blake Snell, whether it would have been Josh Hader, Corbin Burns firing Cashman, there's a lot of moves getting uh, Stanton to go away. There's a lot of moves Hal could have made to prove to me that things were going to be different. I haven't seen them. I'm, I'm not knocking the moves that they I got did you. make, I got you. but there was more to be made. Kevin is calling from Union, New Jersey. What's up, Kev? Yo. Hey, guys. Uh, great show. Love the show. Uh, long-time Mets fan. I'm a little older than you guys. Um, this Pete Alonso thing, you know, I know Sal's not going to like this take, but, uh, you know, I, I, I'd trade him. I'd get rid of him because, you know, people forget that the Mets did him, you know, did right by him back in the day under Wilpons. They bought him up. He got rookie of the year. You know, a lot of teams, you know, the Cubs with Chris Bryant, they weren't doing that. So he wouldn't even be a free agent if the Mets – you didn't do right by him in the beginning. Right, that's a good point. The prior regime let him come up here, Brody Van Wagen, and we gave them credit at the time, and now the Mets are going to pay for it because they lose him for a year, potentially. You know, they lose yep. his control yep. for a year. But where is this that's coming it. from, Kevin? What, what, what are your – why do you want to trade Pete? I, I just don't – you know, uh, BT said, I, I, it's just a feeling about Alonzo. I've watched, I watched pretty much every Mets game. I just I don't think he's a winning player. Like the, the trend, you know, people talk about, you know, you, you hear Evan talk about, uh, you know, possible wild card. They're, they're delusional. The Mets, the Mets are going to be in the bottom half of the division, battling Washington and Miami to stay out of the cellar. But it's yeah, Kev, I think honest. the Mets will be one of the five worst teams in the National League, and I think they'll be one of the ten, uh, eight to nine worst teams in baseball. That's what I you think. know, and I've been saying that I think the Mets will be better than people think, and then all of a sudden people started coming out saying, "Oh, this Mets team would be a playoff team," and I'm like, "Oh my god, here we go!" Like the only reason why the Mets might be in the mix for a wild card spot will be because there's an extra wild card spot, and the teams stink. 
They're not going to get there because they're good. If they were good, we'd be talking about them competing for a division. Yep. Like, think about this. What, what? This is New. Mendoza's right. This is New York. So stop with the oh, we might be competing for a wild card spot. There's eight billion wild card teams. You're in New York, right? Sack up and go try to win the division. Go beat the Braves. Wow, oh, we can't do that. Nobody's saying we're going to do that. The Braves are so good. Well, how come if they could do it, why can't you? So let's let the reality sink in. Being a wild card team in today's day and age means nothing. It means even less if you're talking about it from New York with the payroll that the Mets and Yankees have. I don't know how you say that from a Mets perspective to say that a wild card means nothing for nothing. a franchise that never goes to the playoffs. I'm not saying if they get it, it wouldn't mean anything. I'm saying that chasing that and that being the goal, like we believe we're a playoff caliber oh, I see team. What you're saying. That's bullcrap. Like, can I ask something like seriously? And, 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 by I hear the way, you. and by the way, it'd be the same thing for the Jets. Like you could say, I don't see how you say that as a Mets fan, but my expectation, just because the loser team that I root for doesn't win doesn't mean my expectation should be lowered because I command the best. Yeah, like, yeah, no, that's I, what I want. I, I get it. It's, Wild it's, card. No, like, I, come on. I get that part. Do you feel a little bit better? My guess is no. But somewhere in your mind, do you feel a little bit better understanding that they're that they're attempting to build this out because the Braves are so powerful I, now? I don't think... If, like, the Braves were good, but nah, eh, and the Phillies, you know, didn't have Turner and Harper and all the studs they have. Like, wouldn't it be tougher to justify that? Don't you think this is the time to do it? Well, I didn't say that I want them to go get Bellinger or Blake Snell. Or, I, you know, I, Montgomery I would have taken anyway. But I don't want the Mets to either pivot after Sango or even before that. These were not the right guys. I thought going after Yamamoto was the right move. They did. They came up short. It happens. There's really nothing that they could have done this year that could have gotten them to the Braves or Phillies level. Yep. So that's a different issue. And I still do believe in Steve and believe that the long-term direction of the franchise, they're in good shape. Now, they're going to have to prove it as soon as next offseason. But I could still be mad about this season, and the reality is that the franchise never wins. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's I the reality. You. I got you. All right, Game 7, we'll do it again. Extra innings coming up next on the other side. We'll open up a fresh pack. Each of us will. We'll play the game all over again. Extra innings for Game 7 of the Baseball Card World Series on the other side. We'll continue with your calls as well. BT and Sal on the fan. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. Santana into the windup. The payoff pitch on the way. Swung out and missed. Strike three. He's done it. Johan Santana has pitched a no-hitter. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Now, time for Game Time Without Boomer Esiason with Brandon Tierney and Sal Licata. All right, here we go again. I got to be honest, BT. I'm kind of, you know, extra innings. I'm feeling it. Yeah, we just perform well here through the first game. We got to do it all over again. How do you think I feel? Like yeah, I, I cheated. I, oh, sweet. So stop it. What that guy did. Hoff comes oh, in again hello, with Mr. the cards. Commish, Mr. Corrupt Commissioner. BT takes the pack out with his own hands from a fresh case. I'm just the handler. I'm not the commissioner. Yeah, right. Hoff hasn't done it. I got it. I got it. Don't Sorry break the commission, my bad. I mean, what are you doing? You're ruining the box yes, here? What are you got to split the deck? Yo, you went all like the way said. deep? Okay. Oh, you all look at him going deep in there. All right. There we go. All right. Take those back and organize. Well, I, nice I went deep in. You had to go deep, too. I mean, no, if I, mean, if I, if I hit the, the top, game. you would hit the top. Oh, God. You have this any originality so, or the so, so nerve-wracking here. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's go through the sometimes uh, I will count them. Yeah, I will count them Almost properly stuck. this time. See, I, oh, how'd it get stuck? 
Photo kids. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, right. All they are right. sticky together. One, I mean, they, two, if they're 40 years old, three, for goodness sake. Think of how eight, old these cards are, nine, and then think of 10, that 11, even 12, these cards 12, are more recent than the Mets' last World Series win. Jeez, 13, 14, 15, 16? How the hell do I have 16? Oh, dude, we can't do this. Can't do what? Is it an easy one? No, no, it's not oh. even that. Like, well, I mean, we could do it. It's going to be. We do. Well, well, you tell me what the issue is, and we'll decide if we're going to do it. What's up? One, two, uh, three, four. Why are you not speaking? He's going to lose. Why is he not no, 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 it's not that. What's yes. the matter? No, he's, what, is there not enough cards? No. What the hell's the problem? It's that there are, you know how, like, in a case, if you open, certain packs could be very similar to the last one? Yeah. A lot of yours is almost identical. Well, that's too bad. Okay, that's all right, there, there you go. That's I can't say my problem. Whew. I mean, yeah. Maybe it's a little karma. Uh, so how many? Two, um, I got two, three, four, five, six, seven, hold eight, on, make sure nine. Right. I mean, it's going to lose a lot of dude. Ten, eleven. Can you take 12, out the duplicates? 13, no, there's too many. 14, oh. I have 16. I have 16. <laughs> Just let me know they're... Uh, you really so. want to do this, huh? I mean, I'd like to finish the game. He yeah. wants to win. He, well, he, he wants yeah, to I win. Mean, no, no, I mean, of course I'd like to win, but I'm also, I, I, I adhere to the rules. I am, you know, I mean, the rules were established. Hoff came in with his gloves. and his, Look, by the way, you lost weight. You look good. Thank you. I noticed it with the suit jacket. Very I, nicely I appreciate done. that. Yeah. You lost and about, the, what, like 20-something? Ah, uh, yeah, 15, 20. You look great. And, and, okay, and the white gloves help, too. I have 16. Okay. How many do you have? 16. Okay. You want to know how many repeats you have? No, I don't. Okay, all right. How many Mets does he have? One, <laughs> two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. All right. Uh, you going to go first again here, Sal? Okay. That's BT's column or mine. That sounds like a jerk when you say your own initials, right. whatever. Uh, and Sal. All right, Sal, you ready to go? Yeah. Okay, Jamie Quirk. Uh, Kansas City Royals. One for one. <laughs> With confidence. Pat Clements. Uh, Pat Clements. Cubs. No. Who is he? Uh, he's a pirate. Okay. Lefty pitcher, one for two. Uh, Dave Collins. I don't know. Um, Dave Collins. Orioles. Tigers. That's a tough one. And me I don't being, remember him. Me being older helps. Dave Collins was... With the Reds, and Steinbrenner got him as a free agent in, I want to say, 82. If, if I'm, It was definitely after the World Series, and he just didn't deliver. And that's when George was at his craziest, and he was just lighting him up in the media. All right, uh, one for three. Ron Ron Romanic, or Romanic. Romanic. I'm going to go with Romanic. Angels. Nice call. Yeah. Wow. I don't. I'm not really even familiar with that, but that's the. How first. the hell did you pull that? Again, did you guess? Just be memory. Yeah. It was. It was a semi guess, but obviously somewhat educated one. I guess. Yeah. Sure. Nice. Nice pull there, man. That was very good. All right. Make sure I let me, actually I have to get these things separate here. So you missed Clements. <laughs> you yeah. missed Collins. He's ruining my momentum. You're ruining my heater. No, I'm do. saying with the callers. Well, I, I know. Mean, well, yeah, but one in a row is not exactly a heater. Bill Wegman. If you get this, maybe you could start a heater. Bill Wegman. Two out of uh, or two you out of four? two for four. Bill Wegman. I'm familiar with the name. Yeah, well, it's also a supermarket, so you should be. 
probably drove by one in your life. Yeah, Pause is uh, no. mm. White Sox, Brewers. <sighs> I knew that one. All right. Damn it! They didn't. Oh, <laughs> you just anyway. said, you, you no, said you didn't I know. I should have known that. One. Uh, oh, okay. There you go. Two for five. Don Carmen. Phillies. Yeah. Lefty pitch. Yes, sir. As I look at the card, lefty mid-pitch delivery. Nicely done. Look at those Phillies uniforms. How sweet. Yeah, I love there. those. Those yeah. are great. This this might be this is a tough one. Kirby Puckett. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, Minnesota Twins. Also gave Donnie Baseball's nickname, so we always love Kirby. Amazing player. Rest in peace. Four for seven. Joel Youngblood. You took one card out, right? No, I had 16. Oh, don't start with this again, please. Oh, how, but how's that oh, possible? So if I took one out, it's got to be the same amount of cards. I said 16 very hey, Listen, if he you mess this 16, up, then, yeah. I'm, then it's over. All right. You got it. You, then you lose. Well, whatever. You didn't go yet, so I got to figure it out. Well, I'm, figure Before it out you, now. You sure you want me to do that? Uh, do it after. Okay, do it at the yeah, end. I'll do it again. I'll just try I definitely have 16. Time. Right, but I took one out. I had a league leaders again, so that means that I maybe the math is off. All right. Go ahead. What was the name? I'm sorry. Well, I have to know because if I have to take a card out, I've got to take it out now. Right. So let me do this here real quick. Oh, my goodness. I mean, this is, I mean, Sal, I love you. I can only tolerate so much of the sabotage. This is, this is getting out of hand. This is, yeah. This is getting out of hand. This is getting a little tricky. This is getting out of hand. I mean, it's below board, and then there's just straight up, like, we don't yeah, even no, care I got 16, what people I had it again. Anymore. Now you got me second-guessing stuff. Here. All right, so uh, do you have to take one out? I don't think so, no. So you 16. have 16? I believe so, yeah. <laughs> you, <laughs> took, <laughs> you took out the league leaders or no? Yeah. What I the did. hell is happening I don't to know. you? Joel Youngblood. <clears throat> the pressure's getting to him. That's what's happening. Uh, it might be. I mean, he's usually pretty calm. <sighs> I don't know why the Cubs are coming to my name with him. Cubs. No. Where was he? He was Giants? the Giant. Former Met, too. Yeah, I knew you remember that. Former Met. I should have said Expo Met. Uh, four for I'm eight. out of it. I'm, I'm so I don't even care anymore at this point. I'm oh disgusted my god! About the this game. this bit has taken a yeah. very no, it has. somber tone. <clears throat> it has. Uh, Steve Bedrosian. Um, you should get this. Phillies. Yes, the nickname was Bedrock. Yeah, Maybe. I know who he is. He was with the Braves. It was just a matter of which <clears throat> yeah, he was team. with the Braves. Yeah. Good call. I believe he was a little bit of a sidewinder from yep. like a little yep. thrill, a little right uh, really right yeah. yeah. All right, Tom Brookins. like we've had him before. <clears throat> uh, White Sox. Tigers. Oh, shit, I know that. Okay. Um, now, I have to just make sure that I'm... I'm yeah, I yeah, want to I I You know, we did a lot here. You got Brookens wrong. You got Romantic right. You this got, is how you kill a bit, but not you. Oh, I'm sorry. saying just we've ruined this yeah, with the extra well, innings, all the uh, drama's gone. <laughs> the whole pack is a repeat pack. Yeah. You got Kirby. You got Quirk. You missed Youngblood. Did you get Don Carmen? The, yes, yes, you did. The Philly pitcher, you did. Okay. You got that one right. You got Pedrosian. You got Clements wrong. You got Collins wrong. You got Wegman wrong. So, one, two, three, four. Wait, wait. Sorry. One, two. Wait, damn, it's sticking together here. One, two, three, four. You got five wrong right now, and you have, I believe, five right or four. One, two, three. You're five. You're five and five. Five and five. five. Okay, so you have six left. Uh, Steve Lyons, White Sox. Yep. Good job. Remember, he pulled his pants down on yep, TV. Yep. All right, five. That is now six four eleven. Should have had Joel Youngblood. Terry Francona. Cubs. Nice call. 
Yeah. I don't Tricky I, one. I don't know if I would have gotten that one. A lot of different teams. Expos. I think it was with Cleveland maybe the year. Oh, no, wait. See, Cleveland, you might be right with the Expos. Honestly, the good call. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You, you're doing a lot better than you think you're think doing here, actually. Nah, I'm mad at the Youngblood one, and I know your I pack you. is, you know. Mark Portugal. Astros, pitcher. Twins. Minnesota Twins. Ooh. With confidence, he said that, too. Yeah, because he huh. was an Astro, but... Ah, that was he was an Astro, obviously. Yeah. After that, Damn. Uh, Scott McGregor. Don't know. Um, total guess. Mariners. No. Uh, Orioles. Okay. That's seven for fourteen. Ah, Portugal. Damn it, Mook. Yeah, he stole the Mets at that point. Mm-hmm. Eight for fifteen. Rick Honeycutt. You should get this. I think you should get it. Well, there's only two teams. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's either the Dodgers true. or the A's. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I'm going to go Dodgers. You're going to go right. Yeah. Nice pull. Nice pull. 9 4 16. Okay. That's it? That's it? Okay. 9. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Ah, I should have got the Joel Youngblood. All right. Ready? I think Joel Youngblood is the answer <clears throat> to a trivia question, if I'm not mistaken. I think he's the only player in history to get a base hit, if I had this right, for, for two different teams in two different countries in the same day. Like he got traded. He got a base hit up in Canada and then. He was either traded from the Mets. Either way, it's, it, he's part of a wacky trivia question. Okay. Nine of 16, Sal. Got it. All right, here we go. All for right. all the marbles here. Extra innings in the game, uh, the baseball card World Series. Game seven. Brad Havens. He was a pitcher. I don't know him. That's uh, Twins? Uh, no. Good call, though. He was with the Twins. He was with the Orioles on this. Okay, I don't know that. Mike Loyand, L-O-Y-N-D. Uh, who? Yeah, exactly. Mike Loyne. L-O-Y-N-D. Uh, I don't know. We had him before, didn't we? Yes, we did. Yeah, I don't. I wasn't really listening. Yeah. Oh, I don't know if I even gave the answer. I just said wrong. I probably gave it wrong. In really? <clears throat> Damn it. Mike Loyne. I mean, this is what I did in school. Like, I, if I wasn't interested mm. in something, I just didn't listen. Yeah. Once you get it wrong, you check out. <laughs> Pretty much. Mike, Lo- Seattle? No. No. Okay. Oh, boy. Ernie Riles. What the hell's so easy about this? I well, know. I'm, I mean. Seattle. Maybe, uh, no. Milwaukee. Okay. Calvin Chiraldi. Pitcher. Jeez, was he still with the Red Sox? I'll say Boston. That's the question. I'll say Boston. Yes, he was. Okay. Uh, that's one. I don't like the energy of this particular Steve game. Jeltz. It's just it's not fun. Yeah, I know. Steve Joey got one. What's something we can do about it? Jelts, Phillies. Mario Soto. Reds. Hold on. Two for five. Three, three for six, right? Floyd Yeomans. <sighs> Expos. Good call. He was part of that trade. <clears throat> Where Where we we at the, wasn't he the Gary Carter trade? He might have been. He was a pitcher. I believe I'm four for seven. Uh, Does that okay. sound right? Did you want? Yep. Four, okay, yes. Thank you. Fred Lynn. Ooh. Tigers? No. Orioles at this at point. At that point? Yeah. All right, so you got four. Four for eight. One, two. Right, four for eight. So you should have eight left, right? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Larry McWilliams. I think he's a pitcher. Correct. Phillies. Pirates. Okay. Mm. Daryl Miller. I have no idea. Expos? Angels. Uh, I mean, all right, no so let's idea. do the math so here. Easy about this isn't easy. Well, all right, you got. I have five left. I have six left, and all of them are repeats. 
All right, man. Now, I don't. I don't like this game. I, honestly, I, I don't all like of them are repeats. Going. Let's see if you can. My entire mojo is gone, and my entire energy and focus <sighs> is zapped. At Lee Hamaker, pitcher, Giants. Yeah, imagine you get the. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm second guessing everything now. Jeez. All right, one, two, Sucks. three, four. So you got five. Five for eleven. Gary Matthews, outfielder. <clears throat> You just guessed it right the last... No, I think I guessed it wrong. I thought you got this one. I got that wrong. Pretty sure you got this one right. He's Cub. Correct. But I said Phillies last night. No, I think you said Cub. I said Phillies. One, two, three, four, five, six. Ron Karkovice. White Sox. Where where are we at, please? Seven. Kevin, update. Seven, Seven. and how many left? I don't want to ruin your mojo. I appreciate that. Seven, you get three left. Okay. So you need three for the win, (laughs) right? Yeah, two for the tie. If we tie, we're postponing it to next week. I agree. Doyle Alexander. Oh, Jesus. I went through the whole vaccination about who he's traded. <laughs> this is wild. I would get this wrong. This is wild. <clears throat> they have the same, essentially the same package. It shows you it's real here. Yeah, mm, it was in the John Smoltz trade. I can think of yeah, the whole stupid. The whole he played right. for Toronto. He played for the Tigers. Oh, God. Doyle Alexander. What did you say? It's like your password. Like when you remember the password, just trust your gut. He usually... wasn't. I think I said Toronto, and it was wrong. Cleveland, and Atlanta. <laughs> All right, so two lefts. You can either tie. Yeah, I know what we could do. <laughs> Let's go. Come on. I just want to get to the weekend, man. You notice my Honestly, energy's I'm picking so, up I'm a so, little bit. I'm so freaking tapped out and drained right uh, now. I, I am on, my tank is. You empty weren't out of steam here. Is it down to your last licks? Yeah, let's go. Rick Anderson. Nah, I'm gonna get wrong. He's a pitcher. Uh, I honestly don't know. Um, <laughs> my body, my mind has shut down. Honestly, I'm um, just I'm tapped out, man. What's his name? Rick Anderson Rick or Larry Anderson? Because there's a Larry, uh, too. Good, yeah, good yeah, call. I know. I think he may have been a Philly or a Pi- Rick Anderson. Pirates? Mets. Raw, raw that. <laughs> <laughs> That's the money shot right there. <laughs> let, me just, let me just count these up. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Meaning that even if BT was to get the Pat Dodson. Hoff, do you know Pat Dodson? Uh, Mets. Red Sox. Okay. Surprise there. <laughs> the game not competitive. Game, <laughs> it gave him a chance because it was basically the same pack. You see how many of those cards are repeats. But, I must say, a champion has been crowned. <laughs> Congratulations. Won a contest, lost a co-host. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll come back, reset, hit you on the other side, and finish up the final hour with your calls. Right now, let's get you updated. Here's Andrew Bogan. And he takes the knee of the New York Giants are the Super Bowl 42 champions. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. They knock off the mighty Patriots 17 to 14. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. So 
I'm getting texts. What happened? BT left the studio. Uh, I will say that it did lose some of its steam, the way that it had to go to extra innings. But And I was discouraged once I saw the you know similar names. I was like, ah, this is going to suck. But we do uh, have a winner of the baseball card World Series. <laughs> I came back from being down zero games to two. Oh, or two man. games to none at that, yeah. uh, at that point. It was yeah. a good, it was, I mean, it was a great World Series. Well, first of all, congratulations. So no, you. no, that's, that's not my style not to congratulate. Yeah. You know. Well done. I, I respect the competitiveness. No, there's, there's nothing else to say. Congratulations, straight up. You won. You overcame um, what I thought was beginning to trend in, in the direction of maybe an insurmountable deficit. I thought I was done. Yeah, when and you dropped the first saying, two. Yeah. So you showed oh, some. Oh, and you're saying overall, yeah. Early. Uh, well, yeah, and yeah, I mean, just to start the series, you showed some good resolve there. I knew you'd be a worthy, uh, worthy challenger. Um, I'm frustrated at myself, but I respect the win. Uh, on your part, and uh, you got it. Congratulations. Matt, I appreciate that. It mm-hmm. was a great series. It was a lot of fun to do. We'll continue yeah. doing it. We'll just change it up a little bit throughout the course of what we'll call the regular season. And then again, same thing, like as we get toward the end of the NFL postseason, we'll play the World <coughs> Series again, so you'll have a chance to get back at me yeah. with the World Series next year. Now, Still waiting for the commission to get back though, on that protest, <laughs> honestly, from the first thing. So we'll, we'll see, but congratulations of, for think now. Think of, though, the odds of me picking that pack. You dug deep. I went in, all right, whatever, I'll grab this yeah, pack. Yeah, yeah, And it had a lot of the same names, yep. which kind of would have made up for, especially I... the Rick Anderson one. The fact that Rick <sighs> Anderson was there, he was that extra card from from before. And... I, I honestly think I would have just, you know, it's funny because we talk about, we talk about, it comes up over the over the years, right? Would you rather lose in heartbreaking, excruciating fashion or just get drilled? I gotta be honest. I think I'd rather just get drilled, like lose. Well, because in the first to lose pack. on things that you had said and mm. like there were repeats and like it was more screw. It was next level. Agreed. Anger. Had you got hurt. like had I you because you thought I was probably gonna win game seven initially when you said oh this pack is easy and then I hit ten and then I hit ten yeah which and made I'm it- like yeah um, Hoff can I can I just confirm yeah, with yeah. the commission for a sec. Do we have a ruling? When will we don't have it yet? Because obviously it's got to go to arbitration or some sort of you know legal uh, setting here. When will we have the resolution on the on the pending? Um, you know, po- uh, yeah. The so here. the ruling has been official. No, it hasn't been official. Well, yet. no, no, no. It is. It no, is it's not. No, here, here it is. It's not. So you're. I mean, by day in court. So <laughs> no, no. You we've we've come to the conclusion. You're right. BT's right. But it doesn't change anything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like the official, right? Exactly. Okay, the NBA two minute review. <laughs> yes. All right. Come, you know what? I can right. accept that. I can accept that. So yes. it was. It yeah, was ahead, fun. Uh, did you see these comments from Steve Cohen about Pete Alonso? Uh, a little bit. I saw a little bit. Go ahead. Let me read it for those of you who haven't. I guess the Mets have started their own podcast here because there aren't enough Met-based podcasts out there. Mm-hmm. I feel like we need more people who just do Mets talk on a podcast. Yeah. So the Mets figure they join the party. It's called Meet at the Meet Apple. Meet the Mets. Meet at huh. the Apple podcast. Okay. Meet at the Apple. Yeah, or Map. I guess you could just call it right. I'm, I'm oh, up yeah, on the map. I mean, map. it's an acronym. The but map. I, mean, I don't know meet, what Map means for the Mets, except they need a map to get back to the World Series. At meet some point. at the Apple podcast. Steve Cohen was on with Howie Rose. I'm pissed. You know how you were pissed to start the show. I'm yeah. pissed now. Yeah, I get and it. My mind is <laughs> a little jilted. And, and I'll tell you, even with winning, like I don't feel as good I as I would have the first time. You know what I was gonna but do? But I'll take it. You know, what <laughs> <laughs> you will adapt. I was gonna pour these I'll bottles of water over my head. I'll, I'll, I swear you to God, I, I, that was the plan. 
Because I forgot the champagne. And instead, we had a little temper tantrum. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> we're, hey. good, we're good. What, what, did, what did Cohen say on this uh, on the new pod here? What did he say? Uh, all right. So Cohen, Cohen talking to Howie Rose, how he asked oh, about Howie Pete Alonso. I don't know if he hosts it regularly or just did well, this sit down. It. That's pretty cool. He, oh, he does, does not. Okay. He does not. Um, all right. Uh, Cohen's quote on Alonso. We want to keep him. He's an important part of our team today and hopefully in the future. We know the fans feel strongly about him, and I'm not tone deaf. I totally understand the fans' love of Pete. I hope he hits 55 home runs and makes it so difficult on me in free agency. I would call that a great outcome. Nothing that we don't know. Nothing that hasn't been, I think, said by David Stearns, you know, previously to an extent. Maybe laid on a little thicker here with the owner because he is the owner. I, I don't want to say it means nothing because I don't, I'm not trying to, you know, right. disrespect Steve Cohen or anybody in the... No, but, but you're hey, going to sign him or you're not. not exactly new news. If he hits 50 home runs, better for the Mets. Uh, yes, it complicates your process at the end of the season. You never said anything about, we're going to try to do it now, which you shouldn't because it doesn't make sense to try to do it now. You know, I mean, did they follow up? Now, here's the thing with these in-house pods and, mm. you know, I, 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 don't, I don't know. Right. It's the first one. I really haven't. It's the first one that they've done? I think so, yeah. Okay. Now, when that's being done, like if Steve was on with us, we would ask, understood, you know, yeah, we, you know, okay, great. Um, you know, if things don't work out the way you anticipate from a team perspective, right, could you trade him? Would you, you know, go back to the well? Because let's face it, we already know that you talked to the Brewers last year. Uh, would you? Would you trade him? Would you be open to trading him this summer? I don't know if that was asked. To me, that would be interesting. But that other stuff, it's it's cool, it's kind, and it's it's fairly reflective of the situation. But it's nothing new. And, and remember who they're trying to get the message to. Fans. Met fans, exactly. Steve Cohen is talking to Met fans directly, saying, "I hear you. I know how much Pete means to you. Basically, trust me that we're going to play this out the right way." Yeah. And if he has a monster year, I think it'd be great. And we're going to pay him whatever the market value is, which we've been saying the the whole time anyway. But it, it probably puts fans maybe a little at ease, I would think, mm, hearing it think from so? the owner directly. Yeah, because I think that there's this sentiment that because the Mets did have him available last year, because the Mets haven't offered him an extension, there's this feeling amongst Mets fans that maybe they feel like their voice is not being heard and are begging Steve Cohen to get the thing done because they're worried about losing Alonzo. So he's throwing him a bone. He's basically I placating think. fans who yeah, are going to react to these words and feel better about it, and well, that's fine. Well, let me ask you, because we, we've had this debate, and I said I think the Mets are keeping him. Whether I would or wouldn't doesn't matter. Got it. I believe they are going to keep him. Yep, you've said that for a while Whether now. you would or wouldn't... You have said that you think he's a goner. Do you still feel that way after hearing Cohen today? Yes. Interesting. I do. Even with the dream that I had last week. I I do. Because I don't think... Listen, at the end of the day, it's Cohen's money. And it's Cohen's call. But Cohen brought Stearns here, and Cohen's is a smart man. Cohen's... Cohen doesn't... He doesn't accrue the wealth that he's accrued without not only being brilliant, being instinctual, but also the people that he empowers along the way, he lets them do their job. And I really think that he's going to let David Stearns navigate this. And I do not believe that the profile of Pete is the type of player that Stearns is going to build around. That's just my opinion. And and there's also the idea that the Mets could be bad yeah, and be forced with, hey, what are we doing here? Like, if we're bad. That too. That too. Like, we've lost a lot with traded. him. And the other thing that would go in your category. Now, again, I think the Mets are going to be 
okay by the deadline, not to a point where because everybody's in it mm-hmm. by the All Star break or the deadline anyway. Everybody's in it because of the extra wild card. Yeah. So I don't think that's going to be a factor. And I also don't believe Pete is going to command the salary that Pete thinks he's going to get Agreed. from elsewhere. Yep. Which would that could possibly bring it. Bring it back in a more like to, palatable spot for the Mets right. where it's not out of control. It's not eight years. The market's a little softer than anticipated. And and maybe it happens like in, in, in a non-conventional way. Right. But to favor your argument, all it takes is one team. Let's just say the Cubs, whatever. We can uh-huh. throw them out there. Yeah, I know. Giants says, have money. I don't care what the market value is. Yep. I'm paying them 300 Yes. The, 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 yes. Now, the Mets aren't going to do that. And they shouldn't. Right. He, they, he's a, he's a one-dimensional, even though he's become a better defensive first baseman. He's a great – what he's great at, he's great at. But he's not good enough at other things to justify that kind of money. No disrespect. I mean, guys, listen. This doesn't mean that it's that it's the Bible. But look at Major League Baseball. Let me just get my phone. Look at Major League Baseball's top. You know, they just released the the the, the top ten, right? They did 100, and they were doing it in increments. And, you know, the Giants, uh, pardon me, the Dodgers had, I guess it was, uh, the Dodgers had three of the top ten. Yanks had that. I mean, is is he in the category of anybody? You ready? Is, is he like Mookie Betts? No. Is he like Aaron Judge? No. Is he like Otani? No. Is he like Freeman? No. Is he like Corey Seager? No. Is he like Juan Soto? Nope. Is he like Jordan Alvarez? No. Or is he like Julio Rodriguez? No. And we know the answer. It's not a diss. It's just the reality of it. So, And their version, like the Mets' version of that, shouldn't be... Yes. That's the key point. Good enough. Like, it, yes. It, yes. He's their you know, best power hitter and maybe their best position player ever in franchise history, homegrown. But it doesn't mean that you should give him whatever he wants just because he's the best you've had where you may be able to do better. Yeah. I, and now I also believe, like, I do think there's a possibility he's back and the Mets go pursue Juan Soto. But if you ask me one or the other, I'd rather have Soto in pitching yep. than I, I would have Pete back. I, I would do the now, same thing. That's a different conversation, obviously. I know it is. You know, if I'm a Mets fan, I would subscribe to the same thing. Give me Pete, give me a power arm, get me Bueller, get me some one of those guys, and, and let's go to town, and hopefully a few of these young kids pop and we're good to go. I think... um to answer it a little bit more, uh, you know where I stand. You And I, I paused because I really wanted to hit it from a few yeah. different angles. I, right now, February 23rd, do I think that Stearns believes that he needs Pete Alonzo to build out what he wants to eventually build out? And my answer is absolutely no. Does it mean that based on the circumstances that could unfold, that Pete winds back with the Mets? Yes, but I wouldn't bet on that. You know what I mean? Like if nobody else jumps in right. and he has a massive year and maybe Cohen, uh, maybe they have, there's a down year at the gate, there's a down year at the standings, and they're looking around saying, all right, listen, man, these kids aren't as – the young kids aren't as good as we thought, and man, we had a rough year, and if we let Pete go. When you have owners who have basically unlimited resources, when things get so dire – there's no predicting what depths they go to to change the narrative. So that's the wild card with Cohen. Like if, you know, people are a little down on Steve right now, Met fans, but they haven't checked out. If Pete bounces, I think a lot of Met fans will give up on him. I, I really but, do. But if the if the counter is like DeGrom left, but they got Verlander. If the counter is, well, Pete leaves, but they get Soto and go get some pitching. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's no, there's also proof that. These top guys, sometimes when they leave organizations, and there's no rhyme or reason to it, but the organizations become better because of it. Yeah. Hey, Bryce Harper leaves, and yes. that's when the World Series. Dude, what is that smell? I, it smells like it smells good. somebody's microwaving some kind of, What is that? I don't know, but I smell that, too. I thought it was uh, I thought it a zoo. Wait, wait a second. I'm starving. I wish. I think I know what it is. What is it? Victory. 
Jesus. I smell victory, BT. <laughs> what are you, Johnny Drama all of a sudden? Rick Anderson. Victory. Rick, Rick Anderson. Oh, and, and he's a Met. You know, I deserve that. <laughs> I, I mean, karma. Let's be honest. If, if, you, if I'm going to lose an extra innings in the BT and Sound Baseball Card World Series, first one ever, first of many, God willing, game seven, extra innings, a Met, who not only is a Met, but who we also had the previous pack yes. that I got wrong, and you said it, and evidently you also said something before the first game that there's two yes. Mets. Wow. Shows you didn't nah, pay attention to detail. Nah, you know? I said it before. This is the way I was in school. And, and when and I was good at something, I was really good. When I had no interest, I checked out. Also, I learned, too, that you're a momentum guy. You were in that heater. You were locked in. I am a momentum and, guy. And then in, in the, in the second game, an extra innings. You that. You said to yourself, you're like, I'm not feeling the energy. Yeah, and I wasn't. think you talked yourself into an L. Sal, I am the same way. And I think and listen, I think a lot of people can relate to this, but I am I am even more excessively in the wrong direction. I am absolutely momentum. Uh that's good and that's bad. Right. And, you know, I'm a hack golfer, but there are days where I mean I I'll dial in for like an hour. And, you know, I'll start banging 15-foot putts. I'll hit some fairways. You know, I'll scratch out three, right. four, five pars in a row. Rare days, okay? And then... You hit one in the water. And then at, if somebody can say something that doesn't jibe with my brain. <laughs> and it it is... I mean, I might hit the ball backwards. Yeah. I swear to God. It, it's it's always... I was like that as an athlete. Very, very streaky. Yeah. I noticed that. Well, this one. Huh? Yeah, this one. The extra like, No, I just, you noticed that. I I'm not streaking radio. I like to think I bring, you know, I thought, time effort I, every day. I swear I thought, other for, stuff, yeah. I thought for sure you were going to get him. So and no, once, I, once you were like, oh, Gary Matthews, I got that wrong. I was like, oh, you just nailed this before. No, I got it wrong. I got it wrong before, and I got it right. I said Phillies, and he was with the Cubs. I got that right now. I made the correction. I still lost. BT itself on the fair one. Either way, you know. Uh, either way, yeah, either way, I'll take it. Glory, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and more importantly, uh, you're right. I was down two games to none. Yep. I was also down three two. You won game. Uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> we're off the rails here. No, no. Uh, what size are you? I, it depends on the shoe. I think I'm ten. Sometimes it's nine and a half. I'll I'll get back to you though on that one. But I do, I do look forward to my new <laughs> fresh. <laughs> what do you mean? Wait, wait, wait! Stop. What do you yeah. mean you get back to us on that? Well, I got to check what it home. What size do you wear? Because these shoes, like that I'm wearing, uh, might be like a nine or a nine and a half. Uh, but in Nikes, it might be like a ten. I got you. I think I'm ten. It depends on the. the I want to make sure we get these right. <laughs> I got you. But no. Chargers and the New York Giants have exchanged their draft picks. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. Eli Manning and Philip Rivers. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Call of the Day with Brendan Tierney and Sal Licata on The Fan. Today's Call of the Day is brought to you by Ramsey Mazda. Choose wisely, choose Ramsey Mazda. Doyle Alexander. Oh, Jesus. I went through the whole machination about who he's traded. <laughs> this is wild. I would get this wrong. This is wild. They have the same, essentially the same package. It shows you it's real here. Mm, yeah, it was in the John Smoltz trade. I could think yeah, of the whole we stupid. The whole he played right. for Toronto. He played for the Tigers. Oh, God. Doyle Alexander, what did you say? Cleveland? And Atlanta. <laughs> All right, so two lefts. You can either tie. 
Yeah, I know what we could do. <laughs> Let's go. Come on. I just want to get to the weekend, man. You notice my energy picking so, up a little so, bit? I'm so freaking tapped out and drained. You were right done. Right I, am, I knew I had you. You weren't out of steam here. This is down to your last licks. Yeah, let's go. Rick Anderson. Uh, I'm going to get wrong. It's a pitcher. Uh, I honestly don't know. Um, <laughs> my body, my mind has shut down, honestly. I'm just I'm tapped out, man. What's the name? Rick Anderson Rick or Larry Anderson? Because there's a Larry, too. Yeah, good yeah, call. I, I think in. he may have been a Philly or a pi- Rick Anderson. Pirates? Mets. Raw, raw that. <laughs> That's the money shot right there. Oh, man. Ooh. Oh, boy. I had a feeling they might do that. I did not request uh, Hoff do that. Yeah, but okay. Oh, yeah, you didn't? No, I had nothing to do. Uh, Hoff, clear my name right now. Uh, I, you don't have to. No, nah, he had good. nothing to do with it. It's all good. I'm happy you did. It's funny. Ew. You gotta I, laugh. I was, <laughs> yeah, it, it was a painful loss. I'm not going to lie to you. It uh, was a painful, excruciating loss. Extra innings, game seven. Oh, man. Going to have to rededicate myself like Stanton. Change the body a little bit. Change the approach. Maybe tweak the swing. We'll come back. We'll get you. Come back strong. We'll and you, you never know. Maybe you get a sweep next year. <laughs> yeah. it, isn't it? So all kidding aside, we're going to get back yeah. to the calls here in a second. Enough about the baseball card World Series. But... It is crazy how that naturally played out the way that it did. I know. Going seven games and then to freaking extra innings, which neither of us wanted. Like, it almost seemed like scripted, but it was not. Can you imagine if, like, we had zero responsibility, which obviously is never going to yeah, be the case. We'd be doing it all day. <laughs> but can you imagine us sitting by a fire pit yeah. with a bottle of scotch or a case of Surfsides or yeah. whatever we wanted to hammer back with just endless supply of baseball cards? We're, we're be phenomenal. Do I will do it when, when I move to Jersey. We'll have a night over we the summer. We will have one of those nights. And we can flip them in, in the fire pit. Oh, yeah, I like we're doing it. it. Yeah. yeah, very good. All right, BT and Sal on the fans. Get back to the phones here. Angelo is calling from Howard Beach. What's up, Angelo? Hey, how you doing? How are you, Angelo? Hey, bud. All right. With, with respects to both of you guys, I, I got two problems. I'm a New York fan. Mm-hmm. Okay? We talk, what wins baseball games? RBIs, home runs, and pitching. Nobody's got more RBIs and home runs than Pete Alonzo in baseball. Well, then how come, he's not, how come he doesn't win games? Yeah. Since the day he's been playing. No, I understand. Okay, we're talking no. about the person. We're talking yeah. about the person's worth. Got it. Okay. Okay. That's my opinion, okay? Yeah, yeah, I listen to you all day. I have a lot of respect, but I just can't believe the way, you know, nobody acts like he's nothing. And then you Who, talk hold, about hold, the Yankees. Hold on a second. I, uh, you you want to have a different opinion, Angelo, but what are you talking about? Nobody said he's nothing. I'm confused. No, no, no. I didn't say you said it. You act like he's nothing. Who you said that? Him to this. Well, I listen to you guys every day, and you say you'd rather have Yamamoto than, than Peter. Who wants anybody, a, a pitcher, compared to a guy who who nobody said more home runs or RBIs. RBIs wins games, home runs win games. No, runs wins runs games. scored wins games, and Pete Alonso and the Mets haven't won enough games since he's been here. And it's not knocking Again, Pete as a player, but he wants to get paid like a superstar. Do you think he's a superstar? He a superstar. There's uh-huh. nobody better than him in home runs and RBIs. He is a superstar. Well, Angel, can, can, can I give one thing? Listen, I respect where you're coming from. I, I, I sincerely, I'm not placating you. I really mean this. You're, you said you're a longtime Mets fan. I know you know baseball. I'm a longtime New York fan. New, New York, York fan. fan. Got gotcha. you. You know your sports. Um, I think. I think, and and I don't. I mean this very respectfully. I think what you're latching onto is a bit of an antiquated baseball model. I, I really mean that. Like. You're not wrong as a concept, but the game has changed. The game has gotten faster, and the resources are devoted to 
more dynamic athletic players like the Braves. It's just a different way of doing business. Doesn't mean you can't win with Pete. I'm not saying that at all. I think what we're saying is there might be a different approach, and I think that that's what David Stearns is investigating. Okay, I just I just shake my head. I mean, I, to me, home runs win games. I got RBIs you. RBIs win games. Yeah, I and, and that's fine. And, and by the way, I, and thank you for the Thanks, call, Angela. Angela. I believe the Mets are going to keep him. Right or wrong, they're going to look to keep him. Now, if they do, that's great. They still need to build a team around him. He can't be the superstar, the focal point. It's not a knock on him. But they need to get better at scoring more runs and preventing more runs from scoring. <laughs> Pete Alonso does not do that by himself. He'll help with the home run, sure. I mean, he hit what two twenty last year. He's yeah. got. He's you got to get the average up. You've got to drive in runs when it counts. It's not just all RBI are not created equally. And I'm not saying Pete has been clutch before. He's he's hit big home runs and driven in runs. So sure. I like him in that regard. But they need more. It can't just be oh we're going to give Pete three hundred million and he's our focal point and then build out around it. It's not enough. You know, I think, and I, I can only speak for what I see, but the Met fan would have a different level of inv- investment in this. I feel like what's happening is that if the, and I can't prove this, like if the Wilpons still own the Met Sal, I think that Met fans might be a little more open to moving on from Pete because there was a traditional ceiling uh, that you guys battled regularly with the finances. I think what's frustrating Met fans now is there was a thought, nothing's off limits. We want it. We get it. And, you know, not to go through the whole chapter in reverse, Yamamoto, blah, blah, blah. Tani didn't want to come here or the Yankees. So right. I, I just think we're a couple of chapters into a book that the Mets fan didn't think that they would be reading by now. And I'm going to tell you something. I've thought about what you've said. Obviously, we, we live through it here with Yamamoto. That's why... Like, this offseason was an important one to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. Next offseason, that's it. Like, th- there's no excuse. The payroll is going to be down. There are going to be star players out there. It can't just be, well, bring Pete back and add a pitcher. Like, no. You you need to really. You got to get Soto. Correct. You got to get one Soto. You're not going to, but you have to. And, and that's, you're right. Like, the reality is that the Mets could come up empty-handed Again. Again. And if they do, you know, because there's this, you're right, the thought of having Steve Cohen meant the Mets should be able to go get the superstar. Different rules. They've gotten big players in the past. Like, yeah. I, you know, with Verlander and, and Scherzer, of course, the position player hasn't been there. They ignored Judge, and I thought that, that was the right move because Judge was never leading the Yankees, yep. as proven. Yeah. They missed out on Yamamoto. I don't care what the reason is. Otani not available to them. I don't care what the reason is. Not available. Soto, assuming he hits the open market, there's no excuse. Yeah. Like, if they can't land him, he's the best position player to hit the open market and should be fair game. And if they can't get him, then what are we doing here? You said there's no excuse, but this could be one excuse, that Soto doesn't view their – Soto is not attracted to the lack of high-level baseball that he might see this year. But then that's their problem. Well, that's what I'm saying. If that's the case – and it very well might be, and I've said that before. Uh-huh. Don't you think that you preemptively have to address that to make sure that Juan Soto, at least when he looks at the Mets, he sees a team that's good? Well, how are they going to do that? Get some year? players. Yeah, I'm, again, I'm, I know it's not the plan, but it's it's a conflict. Like, Stearns wants to build it out organically. I get it, and I agree with it almost 100%. But then on the other hand, it's like, well, you got Soto here, and he's you know, uh, 10 miles away, and he's playing in front of 45,000 people. Most likely in the playoffs, national TV all the time, right in, right in front of Judge. 
why would he look at the Mets as is remotely appealing? And and ultimately, even if they don't get Soto, you still got to believe if you're a Mets fan in their plan with Stearns and the young core that's coming up. Yep. But as far as you know, Steve Cohen being King Cohen and the Mets flexing their financial muscle in free agency, it basically it, they'd be like it wouldn't matter. I don't care how rich he is. If they can't get Juan Soto after missing out on Yamamoto, what has been proven to be the norm, it'll be, what, two, three years, whatever it is, will be that his money, Cohen's money, doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. In that, in free agency, in that regard. Now, look, there are other ways to go out there and get some of the pitchers that are there. But ultimately, yeah, that's the big fish. It can't just be bringing Pete back. It should be bringing Pete back and then some. And I think that that's the ultimate plan. Now they actually have to execute it. Oh, by the way, there's a season to play before that. BT and Sal on the fan will have more of your calls on the other side, whether it's Alonzo, whether it's the Mets, Yankees, whatever's on your mind on this Friday on the fan. Baseline underneath, bank shot. No, Ewing slams in the follow. And the Knicks go up by one with 26 seconds remaining. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. The buzzer sounds, and the New York Knickerbockers are going back to the NBA Finals. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Brandon Tierney, Salicata back on the fan, 877-337-6666. One thing we didn't get to, BT, I had a list What's of that? stuff um, that I wanted to get to. Well, a couple of things. I mean, the MLB jerseys, have you talked about that? You know what? I have not talked about it at all. Sal was out most of the week. It didn't even come up. I follow the stories. I know you could see through the pants, which is unfortunate for the players. I guess the, the writing, the font is a bit of an issue for the players or on the back of the jersey. Guess, depend on how you... Yeah. I guess, that's true. I guess, you know. But And I also read yesterday that the pants are a little too tight. That's oh, the that's... other thing that people are bothered by. I, 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 it, they're not well received. So let me just tell you, and I'm not going to pile on like everybody else, but my first experience with it, I was watching one of the highlights at SNY or whatever, and they were saying, oh, you know, here's you know Severino in his first you know Mets jersey. Mm-hmm. And I noticed the letters look small. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that's a stupid spring training jersey. Like, But I didn't really give it much thought, but I'm like, why are the letters so small? I didn't realize that's the new uniform. Yeah. It looks minor league. It does. Like, come I on. Love High it. school teams have better uniforms than that. This is big league baseball. Manfred, what are you doing? It looks so cheap. It's a bad optic for the league. Like, wake up, dude. Well, you know what he's doing. He's I taking would, money. Put it this way. <laughs> I, I, as a consumer of jerseys, not I don't buy the new stuff, but I would never buy those crappy jerseys. No, no for me, me neither. A, a, a fan who would wear it, especially back in the day. I have better jerseys from, you know, 20 years ago. Like the New Era's, the Majestics. Whatever. Yeah, just made legit with, with the numbers. You think I would go spend 150 bucks? No, or 200 three, I think they're 300 Yeah, you're right. Now they're $300 for a real one. See, that's, spend that's the real issue. Yeah, well, well, well the players, but also the fans are getting absolutely hosed. It, it looks, it looks. Yep. It's disgust. It's embarrassing. You and won't the, remember this out. I mean, to yeah, interrupt no. you, but you won't remember this. You're too young. But in, I, I think it was the 1984. It sounds about right. The 84. Hoff, can you do a little uh, fact check on this, sir? I think it was the 84 All Star Game, and Lou Whitaker, yeah. uh, great, uh, terrific second baseman for the Tigers, would travel. Was uh, it was in it Detroit that double? Game? No, okay. no. It was I th- believe it was at Comiskey, so it may have been 83. Okay, it was 80. Yeah, you know, I think now that I think it was 83. 83. I'm almost sure it was at Comiskey, the old the old Comiskey in Chicago. Either way, the Tigers guy or Whitaker mm. himself forgot to pack his jersey, so. And back then, they just wore their their right. game jerseys, not the uniform. Right, you know, right. Not like American League or National yeah. League. They didn't have 15 versions yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah. 
So I guess they went to a concession stand and they got a Whitaker jersey, but it was like back then in the 80s, yeah, the right, jerseys right. were so cheap and so chintzy. And Whitaker on the back, it was like not stitched on. It was like, well, like ironed on, the iron on yeah. yeah. And the font was so much smaller. And I do remember, I was young, I remember watching the game saying, man, his uniform looks really weird. And I think it was the elder Buck who was doing the game. At some point, he actually told the story as to why he was wearing that uniform. 85, Hoff is saying. 85? Where was the game? A- a- L.A.? I just found 85. That's where we're at right now. And But am I right about something about Whitaker's jersey? Oh, yeah. No, he forgot his jersey. He had a, just a number one on the back. Yeah, but it, it, remember, it looks so weird. Yeah. This is what these jerseys yeah. look like. So it's right. See-through. See-through and everything. It, it's yes. not, it's yes. not like the biggest deal in the world, but you're Major League Baseball. Act like it. Major League Baseball. Act like it. Well, I'll tell you, there's one person who's going to benefit from this. Honestly, one, if I guarantee that this guy is thrilled that the that the font is small. You know why? Because you're not going to be able to see it as well. Scrub. Oh God, you can't help yourself. (laughs) Speaking of scrubs, you see this JJ Reddick comment. I love what he said about Doc Rivers. What was the problem? No, 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 not about Doc Rivers. Okay, he said something the other day, and it's been bothering me about our Knicks. Did he? No, it's been bothering me for a while that great win last night. Former athlete, yeah, it was. We didn't even get to the Knicks. Well, we'll do a great win. Yeah, take that spike, ring that bell. (laughs) Nothing gives me more satisfaction now than the Knicks pounding the Sixers. And we pound them every time we play them. All of a sudden, so great the semi Sixers. And Spike was on hand with the podcast and rang the bell, which is pretty cool that he rang the bell. That's pretty amazing. All kidding aside, that was awesome. And doing a live show after, oh yeah, 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 stateside vodka, which was fantastic. But it made it even sweeter that the Knicks trounced them again, took them down. Yes. Anyway, JJ Reddick said something where he was criticizing fans who might not want to be... Oh, oh here he is. Oh, hey. Well, you don't get enough hey. airtime. Well, well oh. I just I just want to say, I hope you and the rest of the Knicks fans are enjoying their January and February wins. I know it's been years and years since you even won regular season games. So, so like, acting like you've been there before is not something that you would do and you don't understand that uh-huh. it's April, May, and June that counts. So you can have your, like... You're in, our bench players are winning, and Tibbs is playing everybody 42 <laughs> minutes a game. Have a good time. This, That's all I'm saying. This, this is exactly why. I got I to just make sure that just I'm not missing something here. Just have a good time. Are you going to do afternoon drive in San Francisco or or Philly? The last time they won was 83 with Andrew No, I'm Tony. not bragging about oh, winning. Okay. I'm just talking about the attitude of the fans. Like well, We understand these games. We've had good Januaries before. Like We have a top five player. You guys are a cute story. We have it's a top like, ten player, Jalen Brunson. Top 16. Oh, this guy would I'm just saying. Yeah, I'm just, can I tell you? He's not, probably not top but, 10. But the reason why I love it is this exactly because I know that you would love nothing more than to just, even though it means nothing, yes. just have the Sixers just shot the Knicks fans up for a night, and twice now they've gotten blasted by the Knicks. Destruction. Once again, you will get shut up as you lose in the second round, as if, just like we do. The semi-Sixers. Yeah. All, all, I, all I remember last year is just, and I remember you, Brandon, the path to the finals is there, and you lose to an eight seed in the second round who you were favored over. So, yeah. so like, it's coming again. I came closer than most. Most the, people don't even think the Knicks will make the finals. I, I, I was on that early. I, want I the saw them coming, but I then they came up I want the Sixers short. in the first round. Oh, baby. I want them, too. If there's anything, I don't. I mean, look, I, I said the Knicks are going to win a championship, but yeah. beating the Sixers. I'd love to play them in the first round. The Knicks will win, even with oh, no. Embiid. No, no, no. If Embiid's back? No, Absolutely. Hey, what are you, by the way. This is not a serious. I know you have. Oh, this, I know you have it, yeah. this is not a serious comment. We're really talking about the you haven't announced it yet, but when do you really think you're leaving? Like when? I have no idea. Ask the architect. Well, I mean, mm. I, I truly, I truly, 
I'm, it's not my job. It's his job. So I will come in here, continue to work until he tells me us? there's somebody. Are you going to miss course. us? Yes. I think you could. I believe that too. Absolutely. I do. Yes. Yeah. I love this. Are you mm-hmm. kidding? This I know is, you do. It's all the email I hate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Meeting with salespeople, yeah. coordinating this, events. That sounds is great. Open this, it, just open it up a mic is fantastic. Absolutely. Now you know why BT doesn't answer his emails. Yes. Yes. I haven't been on the. I mean, I, I haven't been on the. It's been four years. I don't know how to get on the company email. I <laughs> four thought, years, dude. It, well. That might be a little far. Well, it actually it hit me one day. I, th- I forget uh, who I was talking to because it always drives me crazy when hosts won't like look at their email. I'm just like, come on, you're a grown up, blah blah blah. And then I was thinking one day, I'm barely gonna get any email at all. You're not. I'm never gonna look at my email. Yeah, Sounds see, like a win. Can yeah. you do me a favor? Because one thing that you are, I mean, among many things, and you know, I didn't even know you were oh, coming stop in today. Kissing no, 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 no. Spike, dude. No. Spike is quirky and Spike's mm-hmm. a little weird. Spike is awesome, right. and he's elevated WFAN. Right. Let's look at the numbers. I know. He I hate has, that he he's leaving. That. I know we do. I got it. But but will you do me a favor? Because yeah. you are my ratings guy, and I'm neurotic with this. Oh boy. When you no no, can you still keep sending me the emails every? <laughs> but what about every, the new person? Well, I don't know if he can do it. I don't know who will hire. But I'm, gonna, anybody? but I'm not going to have access. What do you yeah. mean? You got the laptop. You Come on. You, 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 you mean after I leave? It. Yes. I'm not going to have your, the company, the WFAN yeah, the laptop. the company. You can't dig in somewhere and get no. the numbers. No. In on. fact, uh, maybe I shouldn't talk about this. Well, go ahead. Just say it. Now you really should. Well, okay. All right. When I, it's, it's all good. Everything's fine. After I left, the previous program director, Mark, yeah. would like send the ratings info to a couple of the hosts. Oh. And I, like, he, no, 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 it's all good. I, he loved, Mark loves the place. He loves that power. Spikes no, but like, journey. but I, luckily, I, Mark and I have a good relationship and I have a great respect for Mark. I don't even know if I'm going to know this person. So the last time, the, the last thing this person needs yeah. is the old guy yeah. sending but Brandon the ratings. Him. Yeah, I mean, Spike's going to take over. But I'm not going to gonna have person? any access. I'm going to oh, get okay. cut off. You I'm going to be, be begging just like you. Hey, you think yeah. that's what he gives a crap about sending our ratings? I think it's the least he can do after he abandons us. <laughs> it'll be my <laughs> something. It'll be my one email every week. Is <laughs> yeah. the email to Brandon with the ratings? So. Spike. All right, that's all I had. I heard, you, next. I heard yeah. you talking oh, trash, and I told Pete, "Trash, it's reality." I love it. I love it. Was your dad there when you rang the bell last night? Uh, no, he's on uh, two two days a week. He is on the air with the evening show until seven. Got so it. He wasn't there. When That's it pretty cool. But we were right next that. to Spike Lee. Way to bring the loss. He was nice. right on the other side of us. Oh, was he really? Way to bring the loss. I saw did, World did Wide West him? there. I saw yeah, Spike. What's that? Did you talk to Spike? Nah, I didn't want to be like that guy. Hey, guess what? My yeah. name's not even real in my name. Like, what are we talking about? You don't have to do that. <laughs> got it. Got right. it. Got it. Got See it. You guys. Did uh, you hear Spike, the end of the baseball you. card World Series, by the way? So I did. Oh, I was over geez. there. Wait till you see that On the video. other side of the uh, building, I heard somebody man. had a meltdown. Wow. Yeah. It wasn't me. Look at this. <laughs> yeah. Look. Bro, you did it to your don't own say anything. laptop. Don't, I don't want. Don't. I don't want to have to deal with it in case uh, oh. if somebody's listening. Oh, uh, yeah. You know uh-huh. what I mean? So you're yeah. gonna have to rig nah, Anderson, stop yeah, the genius bar. Saw, saw, Wait, saw, oh. I don't know what I'm gonna do. I thought it was one of these. No, no, oh. no. I well, but I would. This is a ten dollar keyboard. Piece of junk. Oh man, not this one. That's a bummer, man. I know. Yeah, I couldn't even enjoy my victory. Well, because you but, cheated, dude. That's not strong. That's not right. You didn't cheat. You didn't cheat. I cheated. You you're going to be enjoying what that victory that? for the next 10 years. Yeah, I would think one year. Dude, yeah. if, if World I, Series is only once a year, so we'll do it again oh, next year, January, February. Although we tried to make an entire show today, basically, right. yeah. four hours. Thank God Spike's leaving. He would be like, dude, what are you doing? Baseball cards for two hours? Get out of here. I want to know. I want 
to know what your regimen of training is going to be like next year. Not I told let you, this I'm happen again. Stanton. I'm going to change my body. Okay. I'm going to become a card player again. Okay. You know, a baseball player again. You know what I think? Tweet the change? swing a little bit. The mechanics. The mindset. Nah. You were defeated. The mindset. <laughs> you were defeated. Guy, once you... Listen to this idiot. <laughs> you got in your head. You started missing stuff. He's in your head now. He's in your head. All right. I'm out of here. Thank you, guys. So, Thanks, buddy. Lastly, on on the JJ Reddick stuff, before oh, yeah, we say yeah. goodbye for the weekend. I love Reddick on TV. I uh, here's the thing: he is one of these guys who, because he played, thinks that he knows everything and thinks that fans want to be educated on certain things. Okay, can I just break in real quick? Yeah. We didn't play the game, and we think we know everything. No, but it's different. Let us fan. We are irrational. Yeah. We are ignorant. We do ignore <laughs> the X's and O's. That's what we do yeah. as fans. You don't like it. Stay out of it. You weren't even a good player. And now I'm supposed to sit there and listen to you? What did he say? Well, well he's basically saying that, like... And he was a good player, by the way. J.J. Redick was a good yeah, player. Yeah, in comparison to the greats, he wasn't. Yeah. If I'm going to take advice from somebody, it's Charles Barkley. It's Shaquille O'Neal. It's not J.J. Redick. What did he say? No, he's talking about like fans. He he thinks fans. This might change my should, opinion. Should want to be JJ. more educated on what's going on. Like if he talks about the X's and O's and certain screens and why this guy had the ball in ISO okay. versus this or that. Like it doesn't get any play. But if he calls out a head coach like the Doc Rivers thing, yeah, millions of people view it. Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Memo to JJ. That's the world we live in. Correct. I mean, you get clicks for blasting people. Unfortunately, when you when you do a little uh, uh, backdoor pick and roll, or whatever, I mean, uh, well, right. you know what I'm Nobody saying. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. But that's my point. Save that for the coaches and the front offices, yeah. and that's fine, or the players. We're fans. Let us fan. Not everybody cares what you have to say because you played and you could give a different perspective. Fans want to hear from other fans' perspectives. That's so, right. with all due respect, JJ Reddick, get lost. <laughs> and he wasn't even that good. Take that. When did he say this? J.J. Reddick. The other day, he's going on this. I miss this. I don't miss anything yeah. like that. I, I did. I already blasted Doc. I had a lot of time. I, mean, I was looking on uh, social media. I hear media. you doing yeah. a, lot of, a lot of refreshing. Yeah, I whatever. I mean, I was yeah. looking at, looking at some of the stuff. It. But it's something that's bothered me for a long time. Not even just Reddick specifically. About athletes in, in current, you know, a lot of current athletes yeah. or, you know, fresh off their playing days, want to get into media. And they make it like their podcasts are more impactful because they play and they can bring a different perspective. Fans don't care about your perspective. Let us just fan. We want to be irrational. We want to yell and scream. We That's what we do as fans. I think some of their pods are entertaining, but I got to be honest with you. Most of those those podcasts are not relatable to the average fan. That's two the point. Two multi-gazillionaires right. sitting there having drinks, I mean, uh, or two loudmouth muckleheads like us. I'd rather listen to Carmelo. getting up like everybody else and then hustling into the city. I'd rather listen to Carmelo. So would I, actually. Right? Yeah, so would I. Yeah, the Carmelo pod's not bad, actually. All right, that does it for us. Thanks to... Zoo, who's in for dope. Thanks to Hop. Thanks to everybody who listened and called. Appreciate each and every one of you. BT, yeah, try and get some get, rest get of that. I know it's, it's going to be tough. Congratulations. A champion was crowned. Game win. seven. Congrats. Thank you. you. I appreciate it. Very that. well done. Looking Sal. forward to Great next to year. Have you back, too. Thank you. Next and year. thank you guys for covering me, too. C Mac, CeeLo, and K Mac. All right. We'll see you later. Monday at 10. Evan and Tiki, they're coming up next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – 
Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.